are you? I'm no one. Where do you come from? I know all about waiting. For my family. fulfill our destiny. I will finish what you started. I don't know your name. Finn. I'm right. There are stories about what happened. The Force. It's true. is not lost today it is found star wars bonus episode there's already like 7 million podcasts talking about pop culture and all that makes us happy like shooting at a It's a trap. Good it, toss it, good it, taste it. Do we love it? Hey, let's fix it, can't erase it. Let's embrace the Tupperware party. Subculture spill over like a vulture. Carry over counterculture pushovers. Pop culture leftovers. And with the uncool kids, what's to say has already been said. Leftovers. Pretty sure that the only talent is the band that's singing this. Pop culture leftovers. I'm a person and my name is Anakin. 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 Hey, welcome to Pop Culture Leftovers, the only podcast that sounds even better the second day after it's been uploaded. I'm Brian. I'm Jason. I'm Jake. And And we're we're the Leftovers. Hey, uh, welcome to our special uh, Star Wars The Force Awakens uh, spoiler episode. Um, We are going to be basically... uh, the inspiration for this is after our last episode, like I, I – it was our last episode where we were talking about the new trailer that yes. came out and we are trying to like break that down and everything like that. And like uh, some of the information that I gave at the end, I like – you know, tried – like everybody like – everybody nobody, – nobody like compliments me on like everything that we get right. Mm-hmm. Yes. It's always the one thing that I get wrong that I hear from 80 fucking people oh, about. What did you get wrong that It was episode? at the end of the episode where I said uh, Maz Kanata is doing the voiceover. Over, oh. And I had everybody under the goddamn sun fucking, you know, either texting me, calling me, 
or telling me on Facebook that it was Leia. Mm. So I apologize. So, you know, to get back at all those people, all these fucking know-it-alls, all you fucking Star Wars poindexters out there, <laughs> they got to fucking point his shit out. We're going to spoil the entire goddamn movie yeah, this week. Yeah, fuck you. <laughs> Nice. You think we'll get angry emails for this episode for people that hear this warning and still listen anyway? But if, if you're if you're gonna listen, yeah, exactly. No, don't don't hate on us. It's your fucking fault for being an idiot and continuing to listen. Yep. You have the choice right now. You can walk away. Yeah. Stop you, now. Stop now. If you don't want to know what's going to happen in Star Wars: The Force Awakens, or if you're just curious and you don't think that this is like legitimate fucking uh, like Star Wars rumors. Um, and then you watch the movie, and then it all kind of pretty much checks out. You're yeah. gonna you're gonna be like, oh shit, they were right. <laughs> Honestly, I think that this information, like, because I know it, and you guys know a lot of it. I, I think it's actually gonna enhance our experience in the theaters. Yeah. We're, we're gonna know exactly kind of like what's going on. We're not gonna be, you know what I mean? I, I completely agree. I mean, from previous movies, I always spoil the shit out of them. <laughs> And I mean, it's Star Wars is so much more than just knowing the plot details. It doesn't ruin the movie. Like Star Wars is, it's like such a perfect medium where it's the the sounds, the score, right. the visuals, the action. I mean, no matter what we say, it's still not going to spoil seeing it for the first time. Absolutely. I mean, there are some things that I'm going to get into that I don't know yet. I mean, I, I don't know every scene Phasma's in. I don't know who some of these uh, resistance fighters really are. I got a, kind of like an idea. Yeah. Like I, I couldn't really tell you the difference between Brantz or Gliv or – you know what I mean? And I'm not even sure if the guy that I think is Gorwin is Gorwin. And you guys probably are like, who the fuck is Gorwin? Yeah. And, and as far as we know, that could all be auxiliary. I mean yeah. much of the fun of all the Star Wars movies is how, how they flesh out all these characters. Sure. But they can only be on the screen for like two fucking seconds. Exactly. We don't know what's been edited out either. Yeah. I mean some of this stuff could have ended up on the cutting room floor some of these characters might not have even made it to the film so um but what we're going to be doing is we're going to we're going to we're going to talk a little bit about star wars before we break it down and everything um but this i'm, I'm going to go over like this this news that we have it's compiled from a list from uh uh, sources like makingstarwars.net, which is the majority of it. So uh, those guys have done a great job uh, with their rumors um, also, uh, StarWarsPost.com. We got some of that. We got some stuff from or for additional rumors from them. Uh, Star Wars Seven News. We we basically this is a compiled list of all those different medias, all those different sites, and I've kind of put them together with I think what I think this movie's going to look like in the end, and what they think the movie's going to look like in the end. Um, and I think these guys know what they're talking about. But like I said, this is a spoiler warning right now. If, if you don't want to know what is going to happen in Star Wars The Force Awakens, um, then I would definitely turn it off. I mean, we're less than two months away. I think we're 39, as of right now, 39 days away yes, from yes. The Force Awakens. So we're so close. So 39 days, 9 hours, 56 minutes, 44 seconds from this recording. From this recording. So like, <laughs> if you don't want to know, you know, I think some people are just going to stick around just like, oh, okay, let's see what these guys have to say. Yeah. But honestly, I think, like, pretty much, guys, I'll be honest with you, like, from the concept art that we've seen, from the trailers that we've seen, this all kind of matches up. And so I think this is kind of what's going to happen, how the movie's going to be played out. There's a few scenes where it's sketchy and I'm not 100% sure. I'm going to talk us through those. We're going to walk through them and try to figure it out maybe together. Um, but, uh, 
you know, uh, many Bothans died to bring us this information. So <laughs> yes, they um, did. Yes, they did. So uh, before we jump into the Star Wars: The Force Awakens breakdown, um, let's see here. I, I want to talk about a really cool story uh, that came out from Comic Book Resources. I don't know if you guys saw this. I think I know what you're talking about. The longtime Star Wars fan. Yeah, yeah. Daniel it, Fleetwood. The, yeah, the, yes. That got to see the movie. Yes, he got to see the movie. He suffers from a spindle cell sarcoma. He was given two months to live in July. And uh, he had his dying wish fulfilled uh, thanks to a social media campaign. He was able to see an unfinished cut of Star Wars The Force Awakens. According to THR, Fleetwood's wife, Ashley, launched a social media campaign titled Hashtag Force for Daniel last month. The campaign caught the attention of Star Wars uh, actors Mark Hamill. John Boyega, both of whom retweeted the initiative to Disney, Lucasfilm, and director J.J. Abrams. Uh, Ashley revealed on uh, Facebook that Daniel's wish was granted, uh, writing, Daniel just finished watching an unedited version of Star Wars The Force Awakens. We would like to thank the awesomely talented J.J. Abrams for calling us yesterday to tell us Daniel was getting his wish granted. May the force be with you all. Mm, That's awesome. As jealous as I am, I still Tupperware this. Yeah. (laughs) yeah, Totally jealous. (laughs) J.J. is really great about that kind of stuff. He did the same thing for someone for the last Star Trek movie. Did he? Yeah. That's great. Oh, I do remember hearing about that. This kind of reminds me, like, you've all seen, like, the Fanboys movie, right? Yes. It's kind of like, yeah, it's like the Fanboys movie come to life. Yeah. Except as opposed to, like, that movie only being, like, a 32% on Rotten Tomatoes, I give this, like, 100% <laughs> in real life because this is awesome. It is awesome. So, yeah, uh, let's – you know what? We're going to move on to here real quick, but uh, I, I hope Daniel beats the odds. But, man, it just doesn't – that's sad. But at least he got to watch the movie, and that's awesome. Yeah, I mean, yeah. so far, I mean, right, it was July he was given the two months. Mm-hmm. So he's already done better than they expected. Exactly. So hopefully, you know – Maybe something good will happen. Did you guys hear that Kevin Smith got to watch like 30 minutes of the movie? I did hear uh-uh. that. Yeah. That fuck face. Yeah. He's been talking about it. He had to sign like a non-disclosure agreement. He don't have cancer. Huh. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, he got to watch it. And he's kind of been talking about it on his podcast. But he can't say a lot. Right. You know, things he, that he, he has said stuff like, you know, Finn is kind of like our – he says no, Ray is kind of like our Luke Skywalker throughout the movie. Okay. He said he said a few little things like that, and you know, he says like Poe and Finn have kind of like that. Uh, they they also have like that uh, Han and Luke kind of dynamic between them. Right. So yeah, hmm. it's he says it's interesting. But uh, let's go on to some Star Wars emails, and uh, basically these are going to work their way. These emails and questions are going to work their way into our. The Force Awakens breakdown, most of them. Cool. Uh, first one comes from Jake Johnston. Uh, have any of you guys seen the Star Wars battery commercial? Mm-hmm. It shows a young girl dressed up as Daisy Ridley's character using the Force. Do you think that this gives away anything, or am I just overreacting? Keep up the great work and missed you last week. It really sucks when there isn't an episode. Jake Johnston. We're going to talk. I mean, this this is something that's going to get answered. Yeah, definitely. We're yep. definitely going to answer this throughout the Star Wars The Force Awakens spoiler breakdown. Uh, Zacharias sends us an email. Hey there, Leftovers. The new Star Wars trailer was great. Thanks for reading my email, Zacharias. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> Thank you before you read it. I'm glad that we have some special needs listeners out there. Thank you, yeah. Zacharias. <laughs> <laughs> Be setting you some pop culture leftovers, crayons, and, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
and a Funko Pop. <laughs> All right. I'm jealous. Next email comes from Sage Kelly. What's up, Leftovers? Quick email. Just wanted to mention Finn's face in the trailer when Kylo charges towards him. Yeah. This definitely shows that he has no training. He looks completely overwhelmed. The emotion is impressive. I keep rewatching that part. Sage, you know nothing, Jon Snow. <laughs> so we're gonna talk about we're gonna talk about is Finn adept at using a lightsaber? That's gonna be something else that we're gonna be bringing up throughout the uh, spoiler breakdown. Uh, Michael Coe sends us an email. Hi guys, I love listening to the podcast. And I have a question about Kylo Ren. After watching the trailer, I wonder if it is possible that Kylo Ren is not a character played by Adam Driver. <laughs> dot, 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 dot. But instead is Luke Skywalker. Oh, my God. That would make sense with him saying he would finish what Vader started. I know it's a long shot, but it could change the whole dynamic of the movie. We'll talk about that. But I'm going to tell you right now, he's not Luke Skywalker. <laughs> Spoilers. There you go. Spoilers. Yeah, he has a better chance of being long shot from the X-Men. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> Mark Hamill. That's very true. <laughs> All right, guys. We're going to uh, – we, uh, let's talk about uh, – before we jump into the – we also have the Spanish synopsis that came out this week. Mm-hmm. Did you guys see this? I did not. I didn't read it yet. I saw it. Okay. So, uh, so basically uh, – the Spanish synopsis of the film came out. Now, I'm going to read the original synopsis from Amazon, and it was a companion piece to the journey to Star Wars The Force Awakens character novels. Star Wars Before the Awakening is an anthology book that focuses on the lives of Ray, Finn, and Poe before the events of Star Wars The Force Awakens. Now, the Spanish synopsis of this book is before they united in the fight against evil, Ray, Poe, and Finn led very different lives Ray was a lone scavenger on a desert planet of Jakku. Poe was a pilot for the Republic. And Finn was only FN-2187, mm-hmm. a promising but reluctant stormtrooper. These are their stories. This is what happened before the Awakening. So that's a lot more revealing right. than the – and that's for that – what is that? Star Wars Before the Awakening anthology book. That's the synopsis. So that'll be like three different stories, one for each character in the book? Yeah. That'll yeah. be kind of cool. Um, I think it's the Greg Rucka run. I think Is he doing that? Oh, it's a comic. I think so. Okay, I thought it was um, a novel. Is it a novel? I don't I don't know. You said anthology book. So anthology I book, yeah. I, I, Rucka does novels, yeah, so it could be. Could be. All right. Yeah, we'll have to look into that. Um, but, uh, guys, it, it does. it's very telling. Uh, the first thing it tells us is that Poe Dameron was a pilot for the Republic before defecting to the Resistance. Right. Mm-hmm. That's interesting. I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, and we got confirmation confirmation here about uh, Finn, his name actually being FN twenty one eighty seven. Right. So that falls in line with the Captain Phasma talking toy. That's cool. I like that. Yeah. And so he gives himself his own name of Finn. Right. So all you. Uh, what is it? Lando Calrissian oh, yeah, yeah. believers out there. I think it's bullshit. So, yeah. Didn't learn much about Ray with that, though. Pretty much what we already knew. Yeah, yeah. I think what we're going to learn about Ray is going to be through the Force Awakens breakdown that we're going to go through. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um,. I, I, we are, you know, we're gonna break this down now. This time for the Force Awakens breakdown. Guys, this is spoiler warnings for, this is your last chance to get the fuck out. <laughs> There's another episode on the feed that we recorded today. If you don't want to hear this, so you're not left out. Exactly. Where we do our normal thing. Good yeah. pop, bad pop, all that, so. Yeah. Listen to that if you don't want to hear Force Awakens spoilers. Yes, that's a great point, Jake. Yeah. <laughs> if you, if you are this close and you're like, I don't want to know what happens in this movie, 
get GTFO. <laughs> get the fuck out now because we're get, we're really going to tear into this. <laughs> Um, and since uh, making StarWars.net first published this, there have been a few new findings. Oh, okay. And I have added those into my notes here as well. So this is The Force Awakens as best to my knowledge as what's going to happen in this movie. All right. And th- this is directly from uh, the rumors from making StarWars.net is where we're going to start out. Um, here we go. A lightsaber tumbles out of space. Now, remember this rumor? <laughs> yes, I do, I do. Like, we laughed at it because the rumor that we originally heard was that the lightsaber still had the hand <laughs> of Luke Skywalker attached yes. to it. But uh, the, it, the ru- this is saying that it's just the lightsaber is what we see out in space. I, I still, like, you know, I believe that that's probably true, but it is kind of disappointing that we're not going to get that classic pan down to some ship of some kind. Mm-hmm. To me. Like, hopefully the movie just makes me not give a shit about that and everything. Right. But I, I'm kind of a sucker for, you know, doing it, the legacy of it all and keeping up with the, seeing the ship. I hear, I, I understand that. I, I honestly think that this is, uh, it, it, I think it, the, this is interesting because it starts with the saber and it's going to end with the saber. Yeah, I like it's the symmetry of, like, of that. It's a, it's a, it's a, yeah, it's a, it's a bookend and I, I really like that. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's like this saber's journey. Yeah, and I want to talk about that journey throughout this breakdown because it's it's actually fascinating when you think about it. And I still have like a ton of questions yeah. about the journey of this lightsaber. Um, it enters the atmosphere of a desert planet and plunges to the ground. Uh, this is the planet of Jakku. The lightsaber is reti- retrieved by a mysterious hand. It finds its way to a village elder, codenamed the Vicar who, guys, we now know is named Lore Santeca. Mm-hmm. Okay. Played by Max von Sydow. So off with the Max von Sydow is Boba Fett rumors, finally. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but, uh, I mean, Max von Sydow is a white guy, and the other guy is like, uh... Who, who, uh yeah, he's like kind of like Spanish descent, maybe? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, so it doesn't make sense mm-hmm. there at all. Um, the vicar... Uh, or Lower Santaka, he contacts the Resistance, the good guys, and an X-Wing pilot, Poe Dameron, played by Oscar Isaac, arrives with his droid, BB-8, to collect the lightsaber from the Vicar, Lower Santaka. Now, there's a side rumor is that he has information on possibly where to look for Luke Skywalker 2. Okay. Um, so, I... How does Poe Dameron know to go there in the first place? Do we know that? He's contacted by the vicar. Okay. Thor Santeca. So that's like once once the vicar gets the lightsaber, he immediately like makes like places like a Star Wars AT&T reach out and touch someone call (laughs) to Poe Dameron. I mean, it might have gotten – I mean, the call may have gone to – and we'll talk about this later. Um, and I'm trying to go off of memory, but the call may have gone to like he may have reached out to like another character, like Gliv or Brantz that we'll talk about. He may have reached out to them first, and then they then gave the information to Leia. Yeah, and then Leia told Poe to retrieve it. Right. Gotcha. We'll talk about. I'll break that down a little bit later. I'm kind of going off memory now. They called so. like the Resistance Lost and Found Hotline. Exactly. <laughs> right. Like, hey, we got this. And there this. may have been a number on the lightsaber. If found. Yeah. If found. <laughs> yeah, <it's> found. <laughs> Please contact. All right. So, yeah, 1-800-POE-DAMN. <laughs> so, uh, let's see here. Uh, 
the exchange happens in his hut. So Poe Dameron shows up. The exchange happens in the hut. Suddenly, the sound of ships are heard in the night. Wow. The First Order, who are the, the bad guys, are on to them. Poe Dameron places the lightsaber inside BB-8 and orders him to flee. Run, BB-8, run. So that's, I think, that shot in the first trailer when we see, like, BB-8, like, speeding off. Right. right? But that's a daytime shot. Yeah, mm-hmm. true. That okay. could just be, like, further. Yeah, it could be somewhere else. Okay. Uh, the perspective now shifts to a stormtrooper on a transport ship headed for the planet Jakku at night. This stormtrooper is Finn, played by John Boyega. He is shorter than the others. They land, the hatch opens, and they immediately start taking fire from the villagers. The stormtroopers proceed to burn the village to the ground. Now, we've seen this, the, the flame troopers, yes. and uh, we've seen those scenes. They also tor- torch Poe Dameron's X-Wing. Oh, geez. They are ordered to round up the remaining villagers and massacre them. The short stormtrooper Finn lets some of the villagers go out of compassion. Finn's stormtrooper friend is killed in the assault, and he leaves the bloody handprint on Finn's helmet. So we talked about that bloody handprint. Yeah, what the hell that was. Yeah, a lot of people thought that like this would not be something that was seen on screen. Mm -hmm. Sounds like it is now Mm -hmm. because um, it sounds like it is now because the movie has been rated PG thirteen, so we could get scenes of like you know death and things like that in this movie. So. Sounds like a real action-packed start. Like, the Mm -hmm. first 15 minutes are just going to be like whiz-bang-boom. Very much so. Very much so. Um, And uh, there is concept art. Actually, two pieces of concept art to support the the bloody handprint. And we've seen the bloody handprint. Right. One of the pieces of concept art, from what I've heard, has really dark red blood. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, this all matches up. Um, And it also shows that Finn is not like... Any stormtrooper that we've ever seen, um, right. him having compassion for the villagers, letting them go. I mean, this is not like he's totally different than any other trooper that yeah. we've come across. Yeah, it's odd that he's a trooper at all. That's it, you know, you yeah. would, you would think they were all already like programmed to do their jobs, so. right? A huge shuttle lands, and out of it emerges a evil dark lord in hooded robes and a helmet, wielding a red cross guarded lightsaber. This is Kylo Ren, played by Adam Driver. Kylo Ren proceeds to make mincemeat of some of the villagers who dare attack him. <laughs> he confronts the vicar about the lightsaber. Kylo essentially asks, what have you done with that lightsaber? Mm-hmm. I think maybe is this the line where he says that weapon is mine? Yeah. Probably. Okay. From the, the, the mask that we right. had on earlier. Right. Yeah, okay. Kylo Ren is unsatisfied with his conversation. He kills the vicar in cold blood. So Max von Sydow is killed here. Yeah. Pretty quick. Yeah. <laughs> so there goes your Boba Fett. Yeah. <laughs> See ya. <laughs> Sounds like less than 15 minutes in. <laughs> he's going down. Isn't it funny, though? Like like that conversation of, like, is Max von Sydow, you know, Boba Fett, it's been something that we've probably talked about for, like, over a year now. Oh, agreed. Agreed. It's crazy. And yeah. 15 minutes in, Max von Sydow's dead. <laughs> And it's still funny that on IMDb, they still have not named him. Right. You know? Yeah. Like, he's not Lor Santeca on, on IMDb yet. They're, like, keeping that a secret. I think JJ intentionally loves the misdirection and, like, lets people just – let like, loves their imaginations run wild. He loves it. Oh, he does love that shit. <laughs> I, I know he does. Yeah. He's always been like that. Yeah. All right. Uh, Poe Dameron 
The X-Wing pilot, who is now without an X-Wing, is captured by Kylo Ren's stormtroopers. He has taken aboard a transport and flown back to the First Order Star Destroyer. Finn, the short stormtrooper, also flies back to the Star Destroyer, but he is disturbed by his experience on the ground. Talking about the death of his friend. His buddy dying. Right. He's got that bloody handprint to remind him. Uh huh. Upon arrival, Finn feels ill. He takes off his helmet and vomits. <laughs> Do you guys think that that's that scene where we see him take off the helmet while he's in that Star Destroyer? Wasn't that in the second trailer? Yeah. 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 I bet it is. A superior. Oh, th- go ahead. Th- think he vomits in the helmet? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Too hot! <laughs> A superior arrives and tells him that another superior wishes to see him. They are displeased with his conduct in the village. I wonder if that superior is Phasma. Yeah. Yeah, I bet so. Saw him on the ground. His sentimental weakness. Uh, this m- likely means death or worse for Finn. What's worse what's than worse? death? What's worse? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you have to put on your helmet that's filled with puke. <laughs> I don't know if this is like – and that's – this is – I, I don't. I don't know if he's actually if they if they say he's going to be like you know put into maybe they say he's going to go to the spice mines of Kessel. Oh, right. Yeah. You know we don't know. I don't know if it's death or not. Nobody okay. nobody really knows. One of those interrogation droids from right. Episode Four. Right. With the right. needles. So scary. Yeah. <laughs> but but they really don't need to. Inter- they saw what he did. Right. Yeah. I mean somebody has seen saw what he did. They, he let some people go, and I mean that shows a sign of weakness, and he's got to be punished. And mm-hmm. it's uh, more than likely it's probably death. I mean, that's like huge consequences. Yeah, I, I think you're right. It's got to have weight to it. Um, the perspective now shifts to a young woman on the desert planet of Jakku. This is Ray. All right, played by Daisy Ridley. Uh, she flies her speeder across the desert and approaches a great ruin in the desert, a crashed star destroyer from a titanic battle between the Empire and the Rebellion 30 years earlier. Guys, I want I want to point out like this this here yeah. this whole like thing was like written back in fucking like May. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So this is before the trailers that we saw wow. of her spelunking in the Star Destroyer. Right. Actually, we actually saw it because there was concept art of her spelunking within the Star Destroyer. Mm-hmm. And it all checks out. <laughs> yeah, I mean that's the, the first thing we saw in that trailer. <laughs> right. Was the down Star Destroyer. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. And then the second trailer, we saw her inside of it, mm-hmm. you know, doing some moves, you know, bouncing back and forth and splunking and shit. So was the, not to interrupt you, but was mm-hmm. the AT-AT stuff, is that bunk? Hmm. No, I think that that stuff, like, like there's a lot of stuff that, that I'm not going to be able to answer throughout this. Okay. I, I mean, like, th- I think that she was raised by the vicar. Mm-hmm. I do. I, I think that, you know, Max von Sydow is kind of like her mentor or whatever. That would make sense. But I... But this doesn't really go into that. Okay. Yeah. Um, so there's, I mean, still, there's going to be a lot of stuff that we're going to find out in the movie that's not going to be Do you think we'll still here. see that? Her living inside of a hollowed out? You think that's... Absolutely. I think it's part of the concept art. Yeah, I think it did, did make it into the, the film. Art. Yeah. Um, let's see here. Ray enters the destroyer and proceeds to explore it, expertly hopping over huge chasms, uh, chasmsums of which house the uh, which house the remains of old Tie Fighters. She is a scavenger on a planet that was once uninhabited, but is now populated by opportunists scavenging the wreckage of war. So basically, here she is. She's scavenging, and what she does is she scavenges so that she can purchase water right. from this Unkar Plut, which I don't have a lot of information on. I'll be honest with you. Uh, we'll probably talk about him later. He's definitely not 
that big heavy guy that has the woman on him. Okay. The big heavy alien. Yeah, the lobster-looking guy. Yeah. The walrus. That's one of the aliens that we'll talk about later okay. at Maz Kanata's. So. Interesting. Um, but I don't know who Unkar Plut is. I do know he has the Unkar Plut thugs, and I kind of think I know where they fall into place in this whole story. Okay. We'll talk about them a little bit later, too. Um, but uh, basically, she scavenges, and she what she finds, she gives to Unkar Plut. And her payment is water. Mm-hmm. So um, she also seems to be something of a skilled gymnast as she hops from precipice to precipice. And the Star Destroyer's great husk. She scavenges a bit and then decides to return home. Uh, in a rather evocative shot, she flies her speeder into a one sun sunset. <laughs> okay. We've seen that shot too. Oh, yeah. yeah. Now, guys, it, what's interesting here is they talk about her being a skilled gymnast as she hops from precipice to precipice. She's probably going to be seeing maybe hints of, like, maybe she's Force-sensitive yeah. with some of the maneuvers that she's pulling off, you know? That makes sense. Yeah. Just kind of like how we saw that with Anakin in the pod racing. And Absolutely. Stuff. Just, like, some foreshadowing to that. Yeah. Absolutely. Good point. Uh, we now cut back to the First Order Star Destroyer hovering above the planet. The villain, Kylo Ren, is tor- torturing Poe Dameron. Kylo Ren is confident he will get the information he needs. He emerges from the interrogation knowing that the lightsaber is now carried by a droid, BB-8. Kylo Ren delivers this information to his superior, codenamed the General, who now we know is General Hux, yes. yep. played by Domhnall Gleeson. All right. So um, it's not – it's not sh- the, the guys from making Star Wars.net, they said they don't know if, if, if General Hux is his superior or if they're equals. Okay. They, hmm. he doesn't, they don't know. Okay. So – the stormtrooper Finn decides to flee, but he can't fly. See, that's another thing. He decides to flee. It makes me think that maybe his punishment is not death, and maybe it's – you know what I mean? Or yeah. He's awaiting his punishment. He doesn't know what it's going to be, and he doesn't want to stick around to find out because it's likely going to be death. Yeah, it seems like – just by this description, it seems like he had an easy time of fleeing. It's not like he had to like bust out of a jail cell right. or like exactly. bust out of like the trash compactor or yeah. whatever the fuck. Like, yeah, or go in a ventilation shaft. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. His punishment was like writing like 100 times on the chalkboard. Like, I will not save deserters or whatever, you know? Right. <laughs> of course, you've got to bring it back to the Simpsons. <laughs> All right, let me see here. I, I lost my place. Uh, uh, the Stormtrooper Finn decides to flee, but he can't fly. Oh, yeah, here we go. Let me let me get there. Every time I, every time I like, click out of that, I actually... Yeah, here we go. Uh, he needs a pilot. So um, that tells us that, um, yeah, Finn is not a pilot. So he's just a, like a ground stormtrooper. Mm-hmm. Uh, he sees Poe Dameron being escorted to the brig and decides to act. He breaks Poe free. They steal a Tie Fighter from uh, they steal a Tie Fighter from the hangar bay, and the stormtroopers try to stop them. So for the longest time, we kept talking about that Tie Fighter being shot down yeah. and landing on Jakku. And we thought it was Finn being shot down. We thought right. Finn was a pilot. Totally. Not the case. Mm-hmm. This is uh, this is Poe Dameron. And that makes sense. Yeah. It's a good way to get Finn and Poe together and establish camaraderie between those two yeah, characters. Yeah, and it makes sense that why does you know Finn have Poe's jacket later? <laughs> yeah. Yes. You know, and if he's going to, you know, meet Ray later, if he's dressed as a stormtrooper, <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. She's gonna be like, Oh, get the fuck out of here. But if he's wearing a resistance fighter's jacket, 
even though she's probably skeptical of him actually being a resistance fighter, yeah. she's going to be a little bit more like trustworthy, a mm. little bit more trustworthy. Open to what he's got to say. Exactly. Yeah, other exactly. Than, what the fuck? Right. So I think like once he crashes, like because we saw the picture of him hold, like in the second trailer of him holding Poe's jacket, yeah. he's probably like, oh shit, I'm going to put this on. <laughs> I'm gonna, you know what I mean? Right. Yes. Yeah. Uh, so let's see here. The stored troopers try to stop them uh, as they steal that Tie Fighter. The Tie lifts away from its moorings, firing at troopers as it makes its way out into space. Tie Fighters follow, screaming behind them. After a short chase, Finn and Poe are shot down. Poe is unconscious at the controls, but before they crash, Finn manages to eject himself from the craft. So now Finn is not with Poe in the ship anymore. They've been separated. Uh, He wakes up in the sand back on Jakku. He looks around in a panic and sees the crash TIE fighter not so far away. That's that classic shot, the very first shot shot. you saw from the first trailer. Yes. Uh, He tries to get into it, but can't. Finn sheds his stormtrooper armor and puts on a jacket that seemingly belongs to Poe Dameron. It's not clear what happened to Poe. Okay, I do know a little bit more about kind of like what happened to Mm Poe, possibly. There is a scene, and I'm not sure how... um, how dramatic it is, but there is a scene where um, Finn comes across some quicksand. Okay. And okay. I, I don't know if he, like, falls into the quicksand or he just sees, like, maybe the quicksand take, like, a small animal or maybe, like, maybe part of the ship, like, landed in the quicksand and is sinking, but he does come into contact with some quicksand. So from there, you can assume that he thinks that maybe the quicksand took Poe. Right, oh, okay. right, yeah. Okay, so... This also makes sense later on in the scene in the second trailer where Finn and Poe are walking next to each other and Finn – Poe bumps yeah, him. Yeah, I'm so happy to see him. Well, Finn turns around and looks yeah. like he's seen a ghost. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like what the fuck? He doesn't think that Poe's still alive. Right. Yeah, that does make sense. That makes total sense. Um, and in all actuality, uh, this, uh, this is what actually probably happened with Poe. Uh, Leia's first appearance in the Star Wars The Force Awakens occurs when uh, one of the Resistance fighters, Brantz, who I don't have any information about Brantz, he steps in and lets her know that he has an urgent message from Poe Dameron, who hmm. needs to be rescued after the special ops TIE fighter he had stolen crashed, mm-hmm. marooning him on Jakku. This is also how Leia learns to send an emissary to Takadana. Uh, which is that forest planet that we've seen? Yeah. Okay. Uh, with the Tie Fighters and things like that. Um, it's also where we're gonna another character will, will be introduced. Uh, learns to send an emissary to Takadana and intervene in the story's events. Mm. Um, let's see here. So that's exactly that's what's gonna happen to Poe. And I think that matches up with that that scene of them two walking by each other. Yeah. I really do. Yeah, I see that. Uh, Finn, now disguised as a resistance pilot, heads away from the wreckage. A speeder zooms by him, blasting sand into his face. Finn follows it in the hope that it will lead him to the nearest settlement on this barren planet. Kylo Ren and the General watch Finn's hologram aboard the Star Destroyer. The General suggests to a chrome trooper named Captain Phasma, played by Gwendolyn Christie, that she focus on hunting down the droid and retrieving the lightsaber. Forget Finn, who is useless anyway. Mm. 
The yeah. lightsaber is an, is the important objective. Now we'll come back to Burnham. <laughs> yeah, obviously. <laughs> the perspective shifts again to the female scavenger, Ray. She eats alone in a makeshift dwelling in the belly of an old at-at walker. Okay. There we go. Living among the bones of the old empire, she hears a commotion outside and finds that a droid is in some trouble. She helps the droid. This is the, the droid being in trouble. Yeah. This kind of reminds me of like a new hope, right? Yeah. 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 A little bit with like the droids there and, and the Jawas. Started the whole thing basically. Yeah. yeah. And so I think this is Unkar Plut's thugs yeah. that they're, are probably trying to. Where they've got him in the net, like yeah. the action figure that just yeah. came out. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, she helps the droid who turns, or maybe it's more quicksand. <laughs> she helps the droid who turns out, and that, maybe that's the scene where BB-8's running really fast. I was running from He's the thugs. running from the thugs. Mm-hmm. Um, she helps the droid who turns out to be BB-8. After doing so, she decides to sell BB-8 <laughs> at the nearest salvage station. That's, I mean, she's got to have her water, right? Yeah, right, Definitely. yeah, no shit. Along with the rest of her loot. After some haggling, she is not able to part with the droid. She decides to keep it. So they must have lowballed her. Fucking Rick from Pawn Stars. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I'll give you $10. Bullshit. <laughs> All right, I'm keeping it. Yep, exactly. That's another Shades of A New Hope, though, the you know selling of the droids. Yeah, you know absolutely. I mean? mm. All right. Later on the street, Ray is confronted by ruffians. <laughs> <laughs> Ruffian. hey ruffians. <laughs> F- hooligans. <laughs> What's the difference between a ruffian and a hooligan? I don't know. And do they all perform shenanigans? <laughs> Finn, emerging from his trek through the desert, enters the settlement. He quickly sees that Ray is in trouble. Being the compassionate type, he intervenes to help her. I think that there's like some things in within this that lead us to believe that maybe there might be some emotions, some feelings that Finn might have towards Ray. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't have all the information, but from what I've heard, is like rumors is like Poe might also have a thing for Ray. Uh oh. We'll talk about the love triangle possibility theory later at the end of the podcast. Uh, kind of a redo of the old Han Luke Leia. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Until they took care of it and yeah. said she's your sister. <laughs> Uh, being the compassionate type, he intervenes to help her. She doesn't need his help, of course, and doesn't trust Finn's intentions. She also doesn't believe that he is a resistance pilot. Mm. Ray and Finn make a run for it, with BB-8 in tow. They are pursued by ruffians again, <laughs> who are perhaps fulfilling a bounty for the First Order. TIE fighters scream overhead. That's that. That's probably that shot as the sun's coming down that we see in that international trailer, right? Yeah, I think so. And begin firing laser blasts at them. They frantically look for a ship and ultimately choose one that's sitting there with its door open. It's the Millennium Falcon. Oh, now, that's convenient. Well, that's not really how this works out. Okay, <laughs> right. the, I, I've done some like looking into this afterwards, and the guys from MakingStarWars.net kind of elaborated on this a little bit more, and they say that what happens is like before they actually like get on the Falcon, mm-hmm. the traders. The traders, after like, okay, so it says they are being pursued by ruffians again, who are perhaps fulfilling a bounty for the First Order. It's actually, I think it is the traders now, they want to buy BB-8. And, like, the, I think that, I don't know, these might also be Unkar Plutz thugs, but I don't know. I don't think so. I think that these, these are probably just traders. 
and these are the trade and they, they know like this droid is important. Mm-hmm. Like there probably was like a all points bulletin sent out, like, you know what I mean? Yeah. And so, um, now they want to buy this droid cause they know like they could probably get like a lot of money for the droid. Um, Finn and Ray, they say that they're not going to sell BB eight and then they take off. They actually find a really nice ship that they want to take, mm-hmm. but it's heavily guarded. The only ship that they can take that's not that doesn't have anybody there with its door open is the Millennium Falcon. Mm-hmm. Okay, and so that's why they get on the Millennium Falcon, and it, there's nobody aboard it, so they just take it. Wow! Wow! <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Finn and Ray board the Falcon and get it off the ground. Ray flies expertly. Notice it's Ray flying. Yeah. Again, it's not Finn flying. Ray flies expertly, and we've seen the pictures of Ray and Chewbacca mm-hmm. in the Falcon together. Yeah. So we've seen that. Um, Ray flies expertly while Finn settles in at the guns. A few ties are in pursuit. Ray shouts at Finn to fire back at them. Ray flies the Falcon back towards a crashed Super Star Destroyer. In order to throw the ties off her back, she flies into the destroyer from its rear rocket boosters into the belly of the beast. She and the ties slalom through the crash destroyer, but Ray knows these ruins, mm-hmm. and she leaves the ties behind. The Falcon jets off into space and loses its pursuers, probably by jumping to hyperspace. I don't know about that part. Yeah. I don't know if they use the hyperspace right now because it, it wouldn't makes it wouldn't make sense in what happens. Shortly. I don't know. I don't know. Um, they now cut to – oh, uh, there's also a scene where um, I hear that um, Finn actually, when he is using the, the guns, yeah. does take down a tie. Yeah. He finally takes down a tie. Cool. And nice. it's kind of like uh, the, the, hey, don't, don't get cocky <laughs> <laughs> moment. You know? I got one. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Shut up, Luke. <laughs> Shut up, Finn. <laughs> We return. Uh, oh, we now cut to Kylo Ren alone in his padded room aboard the orbiting Star Destroyer. He has received the news of the failed retrieval of the lightsaber. He speaks to himself. Rather, he speaks to the burned and twisted husk of a helmet, the helmet of Darth Vader. Mm-hmm. Guys, remember this fucking was published in fucking May yeah. before this trailer was even released. Right. It matches up, and it also matches up with more concept art. Mm-hmm. Uh, we return to Ray and Finn on the Millennium Falcon. Either via tractor beam or their own choice, they are swallowed up by a giant freighter in space into the belly of another beast. The ship lands in a cavernous hangar bay. They open the door, and there at the bottom of the ramp is Han Solo and Chewbacca. Mm-hmm. Han orders the kids off his ship. <laughs> they refuse. That's not 100%. They don't know. They're not sure if that actually happens. Okay. Um, Han and Chewie enter the ship and confront Finn and Ray. BB-8 hides in the back. That's that that is like leaning out and like peeking. Exactly what I was going to (laughs) say. Yep, that is exactly, I think that's exactly what happens there. Um, Suddenly the alert pops up in a hologram form. Two competing gangs of ruffians. More ruffians. <laughs> Lots of ruffians. Rapscallions. Oh, rapscallions. Oh, nice. Wow. That's for episode eight, Jay. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and you said it correctly. I did, yeah. That's weird. Yeah. Use the false. Two competing gangs of ruffians approach the Falcon, and they are temporarily united. Han asks the kids to hide in the storage bay. The gangs confront Han and Chewie, and they seem to be in trouble. Ray tries to help by releasing the ship's cargo. 
which appears to be livestock, potentially giant space pigs. <laughs> Remember those space pigs? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Now, pigs in space. <laughs> oh, my God. Muppet. Um, but um, – those, I think it's those uh, uh, those little pigs from the from the first TMZ pictures. Yeah, oh, I do remember, remember that with yeah. the big tusks yeah. and stuff that hang out. Um, it's either those, or there's also rumors of a tentacle creature. Hmm. Yeah. But I think it's these pigs. Yeah, that would make sense. Yeah, um, the Japanese version will have the tentacle creature. Right. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! <laughs> Did you guys hear that? Like China still hasn't signed on to. To show the Force Awakens yet? Oh wow! Wow, why? They have to, right? I mean, that's they are very they're, they're very picky about which movies they let show in the yeah. country. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, it's true. Uh, this provides a distraction, but the release creatures grab Finn, and Ray is forced to chase them down and free Finn from the beast's, beast's clutches. A fight ensues between the heroes and the gangs. Ray almost single-handedly takes on the gangs using her skills with a staff. Han fires back, but Chewie is wounded in the fight, so Chewie gets hurt. Hmm. Um, Finn helps Chewie and wins some respect from Han Solo in the process. They all rush back into the Falcon. Han gets behind the controls while Ray in the co-pilot seat. When the Falcon won't start, Ray manages to tinker with it and the fi- and fix the ship, <laughs> earning the stowaways more respect from Captain Solo. As Chewie recovers in the back, they jet out of the freighter crashing into some of the livestock on the way out, but still managing to escape from the gang. So what I think and what the guys from making Star Wars think, what actually kind of happens here is that um, it's not hot. The, the, you, it's not the, the Millennium Falcon is not on Jakku. Mm-hmm. It's not Han Solo being like, oh, I've got to find my long lost daughter. Right. He's actually got a deal. He's a smuggler. He's got a deal. And so what happens is he goes up in the freighter. Mm-hmm. He goes up in the freighter to do the transaction. Okay. Get his money and come back down to Jakku, get in you know, with his riches, and then fly off in the Millennium Falcon. What ends up happening is when Finn and Ray take off in the Millennium Falcon – the smugglers think something's up. Uh-huh. The other, the ruffians, oh. they, think, they think something's going. What, what, there's something shady with the deal this deal. Went sour, the deal yeah. went sour, and that's when this all ensues. So okay. it has nothing to do with Han. Oh, I've got to find my daughter. Right. He wasn't out looking for her. Right. Yeah. Right. Um, let's see here. And Han asks Ray and Finn what the devil they are up to. BB-8 determines that the time is right and reveals what he is carrying, a lightsaber. So this is kind of like that moment in A New Hope mm-hmm. where, you know, you've got the the hologram, mm-hmm. you know, yeah, Leia. Leia. And so here it is, the reveal of the lightsaber. Do you think BB-8 will just, like, decide the time is right? Or do you think much like A New Hope, they'll kind of be tinkering with BB-8 and the <laughs> lightsaber will pop out? Oh, wow. Because it seems kind of weird that BB-8 would just be, mm-hmm. like, sentient like that and be like, beep, beep, mm-hmm. beep, beep, beep. Hey look, <laughs> hey, look, here's the lightsaber. This might be the deal. I've always thought, though, with, like, R2-D2 where, oh, man. He had a consciousness almost. Yeah, it's almost yeah. like, yeah, like he kind of, like, let it just slip mm-hmm. a little bit, just enough to where he could get to, to Ben. Yeah, 
He's kind of like a hustler like that. R two D two is always hustling. <laughs> All right, let's see here. Um, it, uh, yeah, and he reveals what he is carrying. BB eight determines the time is right and reveals what he is carrying: a lightsaber. Han Solo recognizes it as it belonged to Luke Skywalker. It's the one Luke lost on Bespin mm-hmm. in his battle against his father. Han suggests that they go to see her. Who's that? Maz Kanata. She's a pirate at a secret location on Yavin 4, a jungle planet that was once the home of the Rebel Alliance and is now the main headquarters of the Resistance. She'll know what to do. They fly there and uh, let's see here. Can we, go, can we go back a little bit to the Han recognizing the lightsaber? And it's not Yavin 4. I think this is Takanata. Okay. This, you know what I mean? They say a secret location on Yavin 4, I, a jungle planet. I think this is Takanata. Okay. It's not Yavin 4. Go, go back to what you were saying. Uh, it's pretty crazy that Han can recognize this lightsaber. That, like, that's pretty skillful of Han. Like, how much did Han see this lightsaber, for Christ's sake? Yeah. Like, he's, like, captured on Cloud City. He watched him train with it, though, in the Millennium That's Pulp. true. Okay. Yeah. yeah, I guess it's that same one. It's still, though, it's not like he's a Star Wars geek. Yeah. <laughs> like, I think it just makes sense for the story. Yeah. You know what I mean? I could see that. You know, uh, it, and each lightsaber kind of has its own, like, personality. Maybe, you know what I mean? I, he probably had never really seen one up close before. And as yeah. much as he's like, well, that's fucking stupid, he was probably like, wow. <laughs> cool weapon. Cool weapon. Yeah. <laughs> you know, even though I'm going to save my blasters the shit. Right. Yeah. Because I'm jealous. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. We all want to be a fucking samurai. Oh, you know yeah. what I mean? Oh, yeah. So, uh, let's see here. Yeah, so he's like, uh, He's like, let's. It's I. So I think it's Takanata. It's not. It's not Yavin Four. Mm-hmm. Uh, so he's like the Maz Kanata. She'll know what to do. They fly there, and Ray is awed by the lush jungle after so many years on a barren planet. So it's, I. I think she probably even might cry. I mean, she's probably like an emotional thing for her. She's been stuck on Jakku forever. Yeah, the water thing I think is a big deal. There's probably like dew fucking right. falling off the fucking leaves yeah. and she's like, oh my god. Mm-hmm. Right. You know that scene in the second trailer where she's watching that ship go up? Mm-hmm. I've always kind of wondered if is that is that Han going up in the freighter? I think mm-hmm. from what you said, that's exactly what it is. Right. Yeah, for yeah. sure. Yeah. That's, that's the first thing that popped in my head. Yeah. Yeah. Um, next time, cut me off and say that. No, I don't want to cut you off. <laughs> cut him off. I do it all the time. What's, I, I kind of thought you'd bring it up anyway. What, what's funny is like Jay's sitting on my knee and I'm telling him. I'm telling Tell him me the, more, Brian. I'm telling him the story of The Force Awakens. <laughs> it's really cute. I'll take a picture. Right. <laughs> all right. Uh, yeah, it is. Um, so uh, they arrive. Uh, okay. Yeah. They arrive at Maz Kanata's castle. Maz Kanata, of course, <laughs> is being played by uh, Lupita Nyong'o. Mm-hmm. Uh, they arrive at Maskinata's castle. It's a pirate hideout. A range of strange and unsavory characters, alien and human, lounge about inside. Um, this our, is our that classic Star Wars cantina, cantina Jabba's scene. bar type yes, of shit. Yeah, absolutely. And th- and there is a bar here. Um, I think at one time Maskinata was actually codenamed Rose. At yeah. one time, yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. okay. So yeah, but there is a bar here, and there is a bar scene. I think that happens later. I think I have those notes too. Um, a range of strange and unsavory. And I posted. Do you see the pictures of the aliens that I posted on our Facebook page? I did. Mm-hmm. Look like out of a magazine. There or was something? a magazine. I was actually in a store and I was flipping through. It was a magazine that was like I think Variety and Wired and some of the some of these other 
people that came together and did like this one Star Wars magazine, and it was in there. And I was like, oh, I had not seen this these production photos, and so I snapped them on my phone and put them on Facebook. And I, these are the aliens from inside the pirate right. castle, and that's where that one large character that has the woman laying on him. Okay, that's mm. where he comes into play. Um, also, the the pirate castle you can see it in um, the Force Awakens the second trailer mm-hmm. and the international trailer. Where Finn like turns around and looks at that red droid. Yes, that's also yeah. Another thing that I don't have any information on is the the Gavarian guards. Oh really? Remember the Gavarian guards? The, yeah. Uh, the the toy that came out, and then there's the screenshots, like the Deadpool looking one. Yes. Yeah. Oh yes. yeah yeah yeah, yes. yeah. I don't have any information about those, okay. and I don't know where they show up, what they're protecting, who they're guarding. Exactly. Hmm. So, um, but uh, let's see here. An alien escorts them. To into a catacomb below the pirate castle, there they meet the diminutive and wise pirate alien Maz Kanata, played uh, as a mocap character by Lupita Nyong'o. They show Maz the lightsaber, and she recognizes it immediately. She offers to show them a vision. Maz seemingly has force powers of some kind, and may have once been a Jedi or Jedi apprentice. Mm. They all hold hands, and a vision washes over them. Okay, guys. What I'm going to do right now, we're going to definitely talk about this vision, okay, Okay. in a moment. But we're going to take a break. Oh, nice. uh, And then we'll come back. Because this vision, once I get started, I'm not stopping. There's a lot here. There's a lot. And this is probably – we'll get into it. But we'll come back. We'll be right back, and we'll talk about this vision. Hell, yeah. Hey, we are back. Um, yeah, this is. I, I'm glad that we took a break because uh, we're jumping into. We're at Maz Kanata's castle, her pirate castle, and and this is where they all hold hands and a vision washes over them. Okay, remember we back in the past we've reported about the flashback scene. We were like, oh, they they're not going to do a flashback scene in Star Wars. Yeah, I was a big heavy proponent of that. Well. I think it makes sense, though, the way they do this. And I'm going to kind of like talk about this. And, and, and I think this is going to be a controversial scene in the movie. But I think if you listen to this podcast, I think it'll, it'll, it'll kind of make sense when you watch the movie. And maybe you won't be as outraged with the I, flashback scene. I'm already less outraged that it's not just like a straight up flat, that there's like a reason and a story element for right. the flashback rather yes. than just being a straight up flashback. Right. Yeah. Like I hate when it, I didn't want a character to just like be thinking of something. <laughs> yeah, remember yeah. when this yeah. happened? Did you like the Wayne's World? Like, yeah, or we hear like a harp. Yeah, there's a lot of ways a flashback could have been terrible to me. All right, here we go. In this vision, there is what looks like to be a Jedi Academy, and the dead bodies of Padawans are on the ground. Luke Skywalker shows up too late. He sits by a funeral pyre with R2-D2. The droid is saddened by his master's departure. Cut to the hand that takes the lightsaber at the start of the film. It is now revealed to be the hand of Naka. Naka 
accidentally starts a grass fire after igniting the saber. Cut to a local trader making a sale to a wealthy man. Cut to a fierce battle. The lightsaber is being used by the clan against the seven. The last man is down, and Kylo Ren approaches Rey. The seven are looting, and we see Maz Kanata in the foreground taking an object. End of vision. Guys, this is not the... this Guys, this is... This is kind of like what we see. I am going to break down this vision a lot more with updated rumors because okay. there's this is probably the most confusing part of yeah. all the notes and rumors. It's going to make sense when we watch the film, but right now, just by reading that, um, it has a lot of questions. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's not a straightforward flashback. It's like... It's very much like a like a like a montage flashback, like a you know like a promote like a premonition type of thing. Right. Um, then uh, in this, then Maz Kanata says something very heavy to Ray, to Han, Ray, and Finn. It is possible, though unconfirmed, that Ray may learn that she is the da- lost daughter of Han Solo. I I'm gonna I'm gonna say right now, I, I do not think that Ray is a I, we're going to talk about theories later, but I do not think that Rey is a Skywalker. I don't think that she's a Solo. Hmm. hmm. Interesting. I don't. Wow. I like how they used the terminology heavy. What is Maz Kanata fucking Marty McFly? <laughs> <laughs> Maz Kanata presents the blue lightsaber to them again. Rey is revolted by it while Finn is attracted to it. He takes it in his hands. Maz Kanata knows why the saber came to her. Ray is deeply troubled, rejecting both the lightsaber and the information Maz has given them. She flees the pirate castle and runs into the nearby jungle. Okay, we're going to revisit this whole Maz Kanata scene right now. That's basically like the outline of it. She has like a hissy fit at the end. A little bit, a little bit. <laughs> and, but it makes sense. We're going to break this down, okay? There's been several updates to this um, since this original article. There's been a lot of updates to it, and hopefully this will make sense, but we'll probably leave with more questions than answers. Um, so, Classic J.J. Abrams style. Here's an, uh, here's, here's an updated extended look at the scene. Um, as the Falcon slows up above the green planet, Ray gets emotional at seeing so much green around her. Mm-hmm. Okay. We then see Kanata's castle. Finn asks Han who they are there to see, and he replies, her. The falcon flies closer to Maz's castle, and we see a giant statue of Maz, and this is what I believe Han is gesturing towards when he says her. Mm -hmm. The falcon lands on the dock. Han, Ray, Finn, and BB-8 exit the ship. Chewbacca stays aboard the ship. This makes sense with what we saw when they're walking up to the castle, because we don't see Chewbacca. Right. Mm -hmm. Han gives Rey one of his blasters as it can be a dangerous place inside. So, of course, as soon as Han hands her the blaster, everybody in the theater is going to think that Rey is the daughter of Han Solo. Right. You know what I mean? Oh, he gave her a blaster. Classic misdirection. Yeah, classic misdirection. As the heroes walk, and I'm not saying that she is or isn't. I just firmly believe that she's not a Skywalker. I firmly believe she's not a Solo. That's just me. You guys can still believe what you want to believe. But I, I don't think that she is. Um, as the heroes walk through the castle courtyard, Han tells Ray and Finn that Maz is a bit unusual. They enter the ground level of the castle. The place itself is a little unusual to the young heroes. Han asks Maz for help. The history between Han Solo and Maz comes up. Apparently, they didn't end on the best of terms. 
He's a smuggler. Yeah. I love this. <laughs> yeah, yeah, typical. Classic Star Wars. It could be some good humor when they, you know, start talking. I mean, this could be like another, like, Lando moment. Yeah. <laughs> they played some cards. Yeah. <laughs> Han had an he ace up sleeve. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Ray and Finn have drinks while Han and Maz talk off to the side. Ray gets into some trouble with a patron. Uh, this is also just like Luke mm-hmm. in the cantina scene. So, you know what I mean? With Obi-Wan talking off to the side. Yeah. And, yeah. Yeah. He doesn't like you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't like you either. I don't like you either. <laughs> I love that scene. Yeah, me too. I do too. I like it. So, Ray gets into some troubles uh, with a patron. Finn tries to help her, but Chewbacca shows up just in time to save the day and deal with the thug. So, he does get off, eventually, off the uh, uh, the ship. Uh, Han Solo gives one more impassioned plea to Maz. She seems reluctant. We then cut to the First Order parade grounds on the snow planet where General Hux is giving a powerful speech to his stormtroopers. Hmm. That's that scene where it's like, who is that talking? Yeah. Yes, yes. So it is General Hux, okay. Domhnall Gleeson's character, and he's giving that speech to the stormtroopers. Um, I I also, I, I don't know, but I, I've also heard that like, like they cut away and we they they introduce both um at one point in the movie we they show uh Leia and the resistance and mm-hmm. then the next scene is like they go into like the throne room for the for the first order mm-hmm. and that's when we're probably introduced to maybe supreme leader snoke and kylo for the first time or you know what i mean okay so it's like we get to see both sides of it like right after one right after the other boom boom Cool. So I don't know where that happens in the film, but I know that it – I'm pretty sure that it does happen. That would make sense. Mm-hmm. And it might even happen before any of this. You, you, I think that makes a lot of sense that it would happen before any of this. Right. It's got to happen pretty early on. Well, I mean especially with Leia finding the information from Brantz yes. to get Poe off Jakku. Mm-hmm. So probably somewhere around there and that's where they show the throne room and that's when the First Order shows up. Right. To you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. At the same time that they're finding out that Poe's on Jakku, the First Order is also sending the Tie Fighters to go to Jakku, mm-hmm. yep. and that's probably where that scene happens. Um, let's see here. M- meanwhile, in space near Maz's planet, emissary Corsella is aboard a Resistance ship which travels towards Maz's castle in the name of General Organa. On the Snow Planet, as General Hux finishes his speech. Which the snow planet we're all assuming is the Starkiller base. Yeah. Yes. Which in this, bef- it, before it was known as the Starkiller base, their code name I think for it was the Catapult. Okay. So if I do say Catapult, I do mean Starkiller base. Um, on the storm on the snow planet, as General Hux finishes his speech, the storm tor- stru- uh, stormtroopers all turn around. Seen in the second teaser, mm-hmm. uh, we then see engineers pulling levers and pushing buttons as they ready their Star Killer weapon to fire. As it fires, we see shots from above the ground as the weapon fires from beneath the surface, altering the terrain near the weapon in the process. What I've heard about Star Killer Base is that I don't that it, basically I think it's like this weapon that's burrowed into this planet, and in order for and it's not trenches. Those are not trenches. Okay. The, 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 the weapon actually opens up. Okay. Yeah. And you, then you see the weapon. And anything on the planet, like you actually like within like the shots of it opening up, you see snow falling into like, like what looks like trenches. And it's melting and everything else. And it has to open up quite a ways for it to um, 
to to fire off the weapon. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah, for some of that shot, some of the imagery we've seen. Right, right. So it's probably closed. Looks like a planet, and then boom, you know, it opens up, and mm-hmm. it's actually like yeah. So um, the stormtroopers at the at the rally all cheer in the fervoring of the firing of their weapons might. Back at Maz's place, Finn and Ray walk in the courtyard. They look up to see something terrible in the sky. Do you guys remember the rumor of the extras on a planet looking up at the sky at nothing? Remember? Yes, yes. Like, yeah, they talked about extras being on set, looking up in the sky. There was nothing in the sky. So it's got to be something that was post, you know, post post-production where they put in like the effects right yes so i think that not only are we going to see like it'll probably be a scene maybe on takanada where like some of the pirates outside that are hanging out around outside of the castle actually kind of like look up and see what's going on mm-hmm. oh yeah that like a quick cut yeah. to that because not only are there pirates inside at the bar but there's also pirates outside of the castle that are just hanging out right uh, on the ground level of the castle, Maz is telling Han she doesn't know much about Leia, uh, General Organa, these days. So they haven't been together in quite a while. Hmm. And nobody really knows, like, why they're not together, but it's probably because of, like, her political, you know, where she is yeah. leading an army. And just Han being Han, he can't be tied down. He's, you know what I mean? He's kind of just like a, a cowboy, you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, yeah, he can't just hang around and be a politician. Right, right. And it may not look good for her to be in a relationship with a guy that's still a smuggler. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. you know what I mean? And it's, oh, man. So um, well, we, might, we might bring this up a little bit later. So you don't think they're separated? I do. You do? Okay. I do. And I think they have been for a while. I think they had to. I think they just, like, just, like, certain relationships, like, how they just, like, they have to end because, you know, you just, I think they were together for a while. Mm-hmm. And then, like, they people change. Or... People can't change people, and I kind of get the sense that you think they don't have, they didn't have any kids. No, I do. Okay, you do. You think the other one's a kid? Yeah, gotcha. Yeah, gotcha. If, if you're not, <laughs> if you're not picking up what I'm putting down, yeah. Yeah, um, yeah, I do. I do think that, and and it's from this, it's not going to be revealed. But there's there's some really telling parts of this story that kind of tell us that yes, Kylo Ren is the son of of Han Solo mm-hmm. and Leia. Mm. Um. Let's see here. In uh, in space above the green planet, Cor- which is, I believe, Takanata again. Mm-hmm. In space above the green planet, Corsella sees a flash of light. She knows it is over for her. Her ship meets its doom from the Star Killer's blast. A star killer, a star destroyer that came on the scene at the at that moment comes into frame, and we see the silhouette of the ship as the blast lights up the darkness of space. Wow, cool shot! Is that the shot where Kylo Ren is looking out that window? Possibly looks think, like it because so. looks like there's a blast coming too. Mm-hmm. Right <clears throat> in space, yeah. Here we in space. Kylo Ren watches the the blast from his lander as he heads for Maz's castle. Cool. Next sentence. I should have just fucking <laughs> before I. Made myself look like a jackass. (laughs) General Organa and her staff react to the destruction of the emissary ship from the Resistance War Room. Han Solo and Maz hear the commotion and exit the castle to the courtyard and see the weapon firing as they look on in horror. Note, these reaction shots are likely to be intercut with one another if the delayed reaction seems confusing. Hmm. Maz, we're we're still getting back to that... Flashback. flashback. Yeah, the vision scene. We're getting there, guys. We're getting there. This is just a little bit of filler. 
Miles ushers the heroes inside the castle and down a staircase into the catacombs. On the staircase, she tells them who Luke Skywalker was and why he is important. Or why he, yeah, why he is important, why he was important. So she's basically telling them that Luke was a no one like Rey and how he went on to defeat the Emperor. So she's telling the story. So um, they enter an underground chamber into the catacombs. Maz has them all hold hands. Okay. So earlier on in the movie, we get the scene when they're probably on either, – they're either on the freighter or the Falcon. And uh, that's when, when she's like, oh, the story's true. Uh-huh. And yeah. he's like, yes, all of them, the Jedi, all of them. It's true. So – I don't think that she's Han's daughter. because You know what I mean? I don't think... I mean, I, it just doesn't make sense. Why would Han and Leia have abandoned her? Like, Well, later on, we'll find out, like, you know, someone did abandon her. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I mean... I see what you're saying, but why would they have done it? Like, it, see, there seems no reason. I would... I, my theory was that to separate her from Kylo, that they learned what Kylo had done, and so they... they are, I don't think they're siblings, yeah. man. Yeah, but That's she, what I think. She'd be old enough to remember that shit, though, I would think. I don't know, yeah. We'll talk know. about how old she is. And, okay, well, let's break this down, because you might change your tune. We all might change our mm-hmm. tune. A flashback begins, or possibly a vision. The, this is where it's going to get crazy. All right, guys. <laughs> the rumor is Maz Kanata has the power to sense memories of objects they that she comes in contact with and share those visions with others. Hmm. She might be Force-sensitive or just a pirate with a new ability that we don't know about. Why I say she could be Force-sensitive, I mean, in Empire, Yoda, he says, through the Force, things you will see, other places, the future, the past, old friends long gone. Hmm. This also has helped me come to terms with this so-called flashback scene, mm-hmm. which I believe is a force vision, and I think that it would definitely make Maz Kanata a force-sensitive pirate. I agree. Um, it seems like any power is going to, in some way or another, come from mm-hmm. force sensitivity. Right, yeah. In this universe. Absolutely. It has also been speculated that a force-sensitive artifact would be soul-bound to its user and may be able to provide information about them. Hmm. So anyway, we're going to... Break and that's just all speculation, but I, it, there is. I think Maz Kanata does have an ability. Yeah, I buy that too. For sure, a yeah. force ability. A force ability. Uh, let's talk about the flashback scene. Here we go. Luke returns to his academy. He looks. This is we. I, we already talked about this, but this is going to be more in depth. Luke returns to his academy. He looks inside to see everyone is dead. Bodies are on the ground. This is where we get that outside shot from the trailer where he's saying goodbye to R2-D2. Mm-hmm. That is Luke putting his hand on R2-D2 with the cloak on. He's saying goodbye to R2-D2 forever. Right. Goodbye. Yeah. I'm leaving. Uh, more than likely in that scene, he's burning the bodies of what had happened there. Mm-hmm. Okay. It's believed that the Knights of Ren are the ones who attacked those Padawans. Yeah. Okay. So Luke retreats to the private life at that time. So now in the timeline of the story, Luke has retreated, and now it's almost like the Force kind of intervenes, and this is where we head back to the beginning of the movie, The Force Awakens, and we see the lightsaber floating in space, the same lightsaber Luke had lost when he lost his hand to Vader on Bespin. Okay? Mm -hmm. It lands. Okay, so 
Ugh, this is where it gets really tricky in the vision. So, I'm don't don't take what I just said there mm-hmm. as like this is where we're going. I just think like once like Luke is like out of the scene there, then we're taken back to the the scene at the beginning of the movie where it's floating in space, mm-hmm. not to what I'm going to describe here. Okay, this happens in the vision. Okay. It lands on a planet, and a character named Naka picks it up. Now, I talked about Naka earlier. Mm-hmm. Naka is an alien. Now, this is not the planet of Jakku that it lands on. Oh, okay. This is a different planet. I don't know the name of this planet. Naka is a farmer or a peasant. I think Naka is a farmer. Okay. Who accidentally fires up the lightsaber and inadvertently starts a fire on his own house mm. or on a field. I think it's his house. Okay. But it could be a field. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. He starts a fire, though. Yeah, right? big time. And Naka gets scared and runs away from the blaze of the fire. And then he comes back, turns around to grab the weapon. Cause, and he's, he, he saves it from being destroyed in the fire. Okay. Thinks it's worth something. So we then see a local trader walking away with the weapon. Naka sells it to the trader for nearly nothing. Here's where the details get really sketchy on what happens um, in the film. This could be a, a very different than what is actually what I'm going to say here. The trader then sells this sword to a rich man who – the rich man is a leader of a clan. Uh, the clan is a very uh, – they're very prosperous. They're really well off. But they've been raided in the past by the Knights of Ren, and they want to stop them stop them from this ever happening to them again. So they buy this lightsaber from this merchant so that they could defeat, defend themselves against the Knights of Ren. (laughs) Okay. That's like a self-defense mechanism. (laughs) Right. The Knights are looting in order, the the, the Knights are looting in order to fund their quest, whatever their quest is, Mm -hmm. which may have something to do with Sith artifacts, like the Vader mask. I don't know. Mm -hmm. I don't know what their quest is, whatever it is. Um, then there's a battle raging, and the sword is being used against the clan, against the, the Knights of Ren. The, by, it's being used by the clan against the Knights of Ren. Okay. 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 They lose. And this is Ray's clan. Mm-hmm. Mm. These people are her friends from her home world. Oh. This is not Jakku. Okay? They are all dead, and we see Kylo Ren approaching a young Ray, maybe five years old. Now, this goes back to those first rumors that we discussed months ago, back when we said that there was a rumor of a flashback scene in Star Wars The Force Awakens, and that they had hired a five-year-old girl to play a young Leia. Mm. Well, it's not a young Leia that they hired to play this girl. It's a young Ray. They, pl- they hired a young girl to play a young Ray. That makes a lot more sense. Yeah. So... If Ray's five, six, seven years old, that would probably make Kylo Ren about 20. Yes. So 10 years later, Kylo would be like 30 or something. Mm-hmm. So I'm guessing in the timeline. So Kylo sees Ray and then goes after her, and somewhere in here, Maz Kanata steals the lightsaber from Kylo. Okay. Somehow Ray and her family flee the planet. This is where those rumors about her being dropped off by her parents on Jakku and her not wanting to leave because if they are to come looking for her again, this would be the first place that they would look. 
So she wants to be on Jakku just in case her parents come back. We've heard this rumor okay. many times. Okay. And now it makes sense. I kind of get where you're coming from now. Okay. okay. <laughs> That's super interesting. I see what you say, what you're say. saying about that making it not seem like um, Kylo and Rey or brother and yeah, sister. Yeah, now too. I'm totally right. lost. <laughs> but I get what you're saying now as opposed yeah. to where I was coming from. Now, the thing is, is like I've also heard that where I'm talking about where Kylo sees Rey – and then he goes after her when mm-hmm. she's five or six or seven, however old she is. I don't know if that's confirmed. This is where it kind of gets sketchy. And it's going to get sketchy later, too. I'm going to bring something else up. Mm-hmm. But I don't know if, like, somewhere in that vision, you know how, like, Yoda says you can see visions from the past. You can also see visions from the future. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's not her as she's young where Kylo's coming after her. Maybe it's when he sees Kylo coming after her as an adult. Mm. Oh, I see what you're saying. And maybe that's kind of like why she breaks away and runs away. She did see Kylo basically kill everyone in her clan. Mm -hmm. So earlier when I talked about, you know, why, you know, she ran away after Maz gave her some knowledge, the knowledge that she gave her was this, the flashback scene. Motherfucker. It upset her. Yeah. and when parents, she was offered, yeah. yeah, her parents, not they weren't killed, but this, this lightsaber was the reason that she's not with her parents anymore. Mm-hmm. And so it's like she sees that she's offered the same lightsaber that ruined her life. Yeah. No, she turns it down. She runs and she flees. So it's, it makes sense. Um, but I don't know is if, it's a, if it's a flashback scene at the end or if it's a flash forward scene of an older Ray being approached by Kylo. And that's what scares her. I do you guys do you have like a like because if he's approaching her I think it does could Maz be a Kanata mix of steal, both. Does Maz Kanata steal the lightsaber and the only thing that like takes his like um gaze away from Ray is the fact that he where's my fucking lightsaber? And then that's when Ray's parents are able to escape, possibly, and get her off the planet? Hmm. I don't know. I, I see what you're saying, that it could be like a mix of both. Like it could be something that starts as a flashback. But then morphs into a flash forward. Flash for Ray, maybe just yeah. for Ray, but maybe Maz sees it too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's interesting. It's very confusing. This this whole vision scene is very confusing. Um, what is not known about this scene as well is if the Knights of Ren went there looking for the lightsaber, or if this was just another random looting mm-hmm. and they they they, can't, they came across it. Mm, happenstance. Exactly. I can see that exactly. But <laughs> this is where – let me blow your fucking mind again. <laughs> How does the lightsaber get from Maz Kanata who steals it at the end of this vision? Because you see that in the vision. Maz Kanata somehow gets this lightsaber. How does it get from Maz Kanata here in the timeline to maybe 10 years later? It's in the hands of the vicar. Right. It's yeah. floating in space at the beginning of the movie. It gets to the hands of Laura Santeca. Mm-hmm. How does it get to the vicar, Laura Santeca? Yeah, it's like, does it have a mind of its own? Did it run away from Moscanada? Right, right. Yeah, that's real weird. Right. And if she went through such an effort to get it back, how could she so easily lose it again like yeah. that? She wouldn't just toss it. There's Yeah. yeah. It, 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 the journey of this lightsaber is like really fucking with me, and that's what I, that's this is like that's my most anticipated thing of watching this. I want to see everything played out, but like you know, like there's scenes definitely that I want to see, but like this is one of those questions in the movie that I want answered. Like it, 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 the the lightsaber, Maz Kanata's got it. Mm-hmm. How does she? Where does she lose the lightsaber? And it gets to the vicar, Lor Santeca. Mm-hmm. 
falling from the sky, how does it get to him? How does it get floating into space? Right. Unless, unless, because it's it's on Takanada. Yeah. Unless she did it on purpose, because <sighs> since she has the power to see the future and the past, right, right. Maybe she knew she needed to get it into the vicar's hands to set all this in motion in the first place. But to toss if it into space to do it, or well, I mean, she could have just been. Uh, I exactly. I don't know. There's easier ways to get him the lightsaber. You know. Maybe she just knew. Like she had a vision that she had the faith that. Just uh, getting rid of it, it would set all the wheels in motion and just end up coming back to her. That it would have to choose somebody necessarily. Maybe that's her reasoning. I am kind of with you there. You there there's there's a lot of there's a lot of speculation on whether like the lightsaber chooses who it wants to go to. Right. And um, the guys from MakingStarWars.net that they keep one of them in particular keeps saying like it it like like Finn has offered it and he wants to take it, but it's. Ray is who it should go to. Right. And um it's a classic Excalibur tale like yes. I I'm, I'm worthy of this. No, you're absolutely not. You right. Know? Yeah. And 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 like like Maz lets, you know, Finn take it because he knows it'll eventually get into the hands of Ray. Right. Hmm. Yeah, that's the most. That's the craziest part. Why is it floating in space? Yeah, she already had it once. How did she? Why did she lose it again? Or how, hmm. yeah, that is fucked up. The, I, I was thinking, okay, so maybe Kylo like boarded her ship and she had to jettison it to save the. I, you know, but that even then, it's like he knew she. He had to know she took it to be on that ship in the first place. And it doesn't seem like she's doing much anymore other than hanging out in her, like, is she pirate bar where she has a castle of her, or a statue of herself and everything. Right. She's not very bobble, it doesn't seem like. That's true, yeah. She's not hiding. She's got a statue. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. Wow, good point, man. Shit. There's also some really crazy rumors out there, which I, I don't think are, are are true at all, that the, that there's an original Kylo Ren and then that Adam Driver's character strikes him down and then takes on the mantle. Yeah. I don't believe that. That seems silly. No, um, I don't think so. Because, you know, they, they're, they're assuming that Kylo Ren is a little bit younger at the time that this scene takes place, mm-hmm. and then sometime after that he kills uh, the original Kylo Ren or mm-hmm. – Whoever the knight is that wears that mask. I, I think it's Kylo Ren from the get-go. I do, too. I think if that were the case, they wouldn't both have the same name. Right. It would be a Sith thing to do, mm-hmm. but I don't see a whole clan of seven doing that. Like, oh, we're just going to wipe each other out eventually till there's one of us. Well, how's this battle go? Like, how young are these Padawans? I mean, the, the, the bodies that we see in the trailer that are laying on the ground, those are the Padawans, right? Uh, yeah. I assume. And people have said that they've seen two lightsabers in that right oh i didn't notice that but i think i think like i don't see i only see kylo with the one i don't know if the other one's like off to the side or something like that kylo's the only one with the lightsaber one guy has a staff and the rest of them look like they have guns okay blasters i agree with jay how does this battle go down i mean like do any of the seven get hurt at all i mean or or is it just like a complete massacre like they have to catch them at night right like Mm -hmm. while they're sleeping or something and luke is not there Right. So how many Jedi are there, number one? And if there's a lot of them, you know, it's hard to believe that, like, seven guys that maybe aren't all Force-sensitive, I don't know, Mm -hmm. can take down – I want to see how this all plays out. I think you're onto something there. I mean, because otherwise, wouldn't we be seeing a lot more of the Knights of Ren and those other seven characters? It seems like – like, did they just decide to give up? I think think you're onto something that they got killed in that whole battle – and that taking up, the and then maybe Kylo is the only one that kind of like really comes out of that. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, it's a it's a flashback scene too. A lot could happen in those ten years, you know. 
later, but you'd think that you'd want to see what happens to them within that flashback. God damn, now I'm actually excited for the flashback scene. I cannot wait for the flashback scene because there's so many questions. <laughs> yeah, um, how, how many of those guys are left? Right. That's another question. Yeah, that's what we're saying. Like, it seems like none. My, my theory was that Luke did confront them, and he just couldn't take out Kylo for obvious reasons. Yeah. But he took out the rest of them. Luke shows up. Luke shows up late. Now. Okay. Yeah, and I have a question about the flashback. Luke, Luke does not fight them. Luke shows up late. He sees that the, the what he had started, what he had built, is gone. He caused death. Almost. He caused death. Yeah. Which that's what removes him from the movie. That makes sense. And that's why he leaves. Yep. Do you think we'll see Luke's face at all in this flashback? I got a feeling we will not. We will not. Yes. The uh, doll we're going to see is the hooded. And we're not even going to hear him speak, I believe. I, I don't think so either. Um, let's see here. The Let's see here. Yeah, the, 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 I think the vision scene, it, it's the most controversial. Um, we know Maz Kanata's involved in it. Luke Skywalker's involved in it. And uh, do you remember those old rumors of uh, Maz Kanata being Luke's Padawan? Do you remember those? Yes. I think this is why. I think I think that people that were pretty, that uh, were around this, hmm. they saw like, you know, um, oh yeah, like the Jedi, the Academy, and then Maz Kanata's here in this scene, and so that's what made them think that she was a, a Padawan of Luke. Yeah, that would make sense. If yeah. She very well still could be, too, for yeah. all we know. I think she's just a fucking Force-sensitive pirate, man. Yeah. There she is. So, um, so the vision ends, and then Maz pre- presents the lightsaber uh, to heroes. Uh, Finn wants it, and Rey does not. She's repelled by it. The group doesn't notice as run- Rey runs away, up the stairs, through the bar, and outside into the courtyard. Ray runs from the castle, the courtyard, into the woods. Um, like I said, like we talked about earlier, bad memories with the saber. Mm-hmm. Uh, her clan was killed, separated her from her parents, and she's stranded on Jakku now. Maz knows why the saber came to Ray. It was destined. Um, and d- please do not start theorizing that uh, Ray was part of uh, Luke's Jedi Academy. Do, mm. Don't even start it. In the trailer where Han asks if it's true that... Uh, you know, it, it, where, where she asked Han if it's, is it true, the legends? If she was part of the academy, she would already fucking know it's true. Yes, she would know the force fucking exists. <laughs> exactly. It wouldn't be awakening. Right. <laughs> uh, BB 8 catches up with Ray in the woods. That's when the First Order appears overhead. Mm-hmm. Uh, in the underground chamber, Maz and the gang uh, experience a great shaking and realize that Ray and BB 8 have left. From Ray's point of view, in the woods, we see the castle totally destroyed by the blasts. Ray witnesses chaos as people flee the turmoil. Ray witnesses Kylo Ren's ship landing. Suddenly, there are stormtroopers behind her. Kylo Ren assesses the situation, and stormtroopers inform him of where their targets, Finn, BB-8, Han, and Ray, are. Maz and the gang try and take the stairs back up into the rubble, but there's chaos there and stormtroopers working their way down into the underground chamber from within the rubble. Out in the woods, Kylo Ren is pursuing Rey with some stormtroopers. Perhaps maybe this is where um, we get that scene of uh, the that we saw in the international trailer. Because mm-hmm. it looks like a forest during the daytime. Yes. Of uh, where he's holding that uh, saber, like really close to like uh, her side of her face. Yeah, yeah. And, and that scene that was just released in the uh, commercial that came out today, where we see um, Ray shooting blasters at Kylo Ren while, yeah. he's, while he's chasing her, yes, is yes. daytime forest stuff too. Yeah. <laughs> Damn cool. And it's not snow, right? No. no. So it's I like know. like the, the lush jungle forest. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah, so it's Takanata. Yep. Um, out. 
Yeah, out out in the woods, Kylo Ren is pursuing Rey with some stormtroopers. She tells BB-8 to run, and the little guy takes off in a different direction and safely hides. I think he also. I think at this. I think um, at one point, BB-8 alerts the First Order. Like okay. he sends like a transmission or something too to the First Order, um, letting Leia Organa know like they're being pursued. Not the First Order. Um, uh, the the Resistance. Oh, I'm I was sorry. like BB-8 alerts the First Order. No, 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 no. traitor. Yeah. <laughs> the First Order. The First Order is already on its way. Okay. And BB-8 BB-8 then alerts uh, the Resistance. Right. Okay. 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 Maz uses her unusual powers to take out the stormtroopers. Interesting. So she has some other power, maybe some other ability that we don't know about hmm. yet. Okay. So, uh, whoa, I just really skipped a bunch of things here. Um, <laughs> let me see here. In the woods, Kylo catches Ray and wants information from her. This is that scene. Okay. Okay. The gang exits the rubble of the castle. Finn uses the lightsaber for the first time. Finn uses it well and impresses Maz. Hmm. She actually, um, yeah, we'll talk about that a little bit later. Out in the woods, Kylo Ren uses his special skills, probably the same skills he uses on Poe earlier, to extract information from Rey. Finn fights stormtroopers with the lightsaber while Han and Chewie destroy stormtroopers. So it's interesting that Finn is fighting stormtroopers with the lightsaber. Yeah. And how everyone but Jay and I thought that he was, you know, that uh, <laughs> that he was skilled with it. Yeah. And uh, we'll talk about that a little bit later. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's been a big thing that people are talking about. Yeah. Is you know, is 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 he skilled with a lightsaber? <laughs> so we'll talk about it a little bit later. <laughs> Kylo, you're, are you? Is, I'm is, giddy about is that. that one. Is that what gloating sounds? Yeah, like? Yeah, that's a little gloating. All right. <laughs> I've never, I've actually never heard gloating before. But yeah, I'm usually very reserved yeah. and humble. I like it. <laughs> Kylo Ren has a revelation pulled from Rey. He doesn't need BB-8 at all. Rey finds herself under arrest. Um, mm. And I don't know if I have this in my notes, so I'm going to say it now. While Kylo is extracting information from Rey, you know, using the like his you know force powers or whatever. Yeah. I also hear the rumor that Rey actually gets some information from him. Yeah, yeah, I heard that too. Oh, that's cool. Badass as well. So um, the Resistance shows up. The black TIE fighter makes all the difference. X-Wing fighters turn up in support of the heroes, giving the First Order forces a run for their money. Kylo Ren orders a retreat. He knocks out Rey to subdue her. As the stormtroopers retreat, Finn sees the troopers taking Rey away. He tries to catch up to her. From Kylo Ren's point of view, we see an unconscious Rey placed aboard his ship. BB-8 sees the stormtroopers retreating, and he rolls back to the castle. Finn wants to go after Rey. Han is upset, and Maz tells Finn why, as Leia and C-3PO show up, it is an awkward reunion between the two. Right. So, um, yeah, so we get uh, we get Han and, Han and Leia back together. Is Excited that, is that for that. Did? Yeah. Yeah, so that'll be interesting. And this is finally, finally we get our first look at C-3PO. Yeah. Yeah, man, it's odd that he's even been left out this whole time. And um, what are your thoughts on the red arm? 
I mean, we've seen it. In Still the, don't know. We saw it in the Duracell commercial. Yeah, yeah. I I have no idea what the what the red arm is for. Why? I don't think Chewy ripped it off. No. Why would it be red if Chewy ripped it off? Well, you know, Chewy like like the guys from making Star Wars. They were like, Chewy's the one who's always putting him back together. Yeah. Why would he rip his arm <laughs> he off? He doesn't want to do and cause more work for himself. <laughs> yeah. so. He's got droid, droid rash. Yeah. Yeah. It'll be revealed in that C three PO comic. Yeah. So yeah. I doubt it. Like it's just like a fucking game that they're playing, and at the end he rips his arm off. <laughs> <laughs> got to be a fucking cool story behind that red arm. Yeah, for and I sure. mean, if it's something that they're going to reveal in the comic, it must not be all that important. Yeah, other than just you know, the way it looks. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see. It's just to sell more C three PO toys. Yeah. Yeah. How yeah. else are we going to sell this? And to show C-3PO time has passed. That's yeah. all they're doing. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, let's see here. Uh, we cut to the Falcon flying with X wings towards where uh, towards the bay where the Resistance is based. Maz is with them. At the Resistance base, Finn and Poe are reunited, and Finn compliments Poe on his work back at the castle. Finn and Leia meet. She wants to know everything he knows about the First Order. We are then introduced to C-3PO and R2-D2. So So they're still together. Yay! Well, they're together now. I think, like... um, R2-D2 was with Luke Mm -hmm. at the Jedi Academy. He says goodbye to R2-D2, and I think... R2-D2 is then maybe maybe that's the last time that Leia heard mm-hmm. from Luke. That makes sense. And like somebody was like, hey, pick up R2-D2, and they picked him up. And so he's been with the Resistance yeah. since then. Finn explains the Starkiller to them. Finn's knowledge of the First Order runs deep, and he also explains the Starkiller, to, which, is, uh, which is the First Order's ultimate weapon, Starkiller yes. base, to the Resistance. Finn's intelligence is paramount to the Resistance being able to strike back against the First Order. This is what inspires Leia to hatch her plan. Had Finn never defected and joined the Resistance, the plan would have never been possible. It also seems as if the First Order Fortress and the Starkiller are connected strategically. Interestingly, as Finn is telling the Resistance about the layout, there is a scene looking down into the heart of the Starkiller, hmm. which makes me think it's some sort of underground weapon drawing its power from beneath the snow planet, which we've seen the diagrams of. Mm-hmm. It actually looks like it's in the shape of, uh, like, the round top, and then it actually goes down into, like, a like a long, kind of like a, like a drill bit or something. Right. Yes. Into yeah. It, like, goes down to the core of the planet. I've seen, like, the concept drawings of it, and so I, I do believe that. Mm-hmm. Uh, while Finn is talking, and we might see those diagrams when Finn's talking about the Starkiller base. Cool. While, uh, while Finn is talking, it cuts away. It basically shows the control room in the fortress and how it functions. The Starkiller itself is a CGI shot, but the control room was shot on set, making it slightly confusing if they have video footage for the briefing or if the narrative just cuts to the location being discussed. Mm. Either way, the Resistance knows what to do, and Leia knows she wants to use her special weapon during the attack based on what Finn has provided. So the Resistance, they have a special weapon. (laughs) Yeah. And that does come into play in the movie. Mm -hmm. And it's a very crazy scene nice turn of events yeah interesting turn of events the sledgehammer that's what the resistance special yeah it's is? it's like uh i think that's the cl- code name for yeah. it it's okay. a sledgehammer yeah so like you know like the catapult was the star killer and i still don't know what the the sledgehammer actually is so i, I it's, is it that fucking peter gabriel peter song gabriel <laughs> <laughs> they just play that. Yeah, what is this? They play it. all the stormtroopers stop and start dancing. <laughs> Sledgehammer. <laughs> <Yeah>. Sledge. <laughs> all right. Um, let's see here. 
It appears the sequence might be like the Admiral Akbar General Medin Mon Mothma briefing sequence in Return of the Jedi. Mm-hmm. Poe is leading a squadron. Gorwin his. Gorwin is rumored to be that actor Greg Gunberg from Lost. Oh, yes, yes. I knew he was making an appearance. I don't know if he's Gorwin, but that, I think that's who he is. In that last trailer, <clears throat> we saw um, Miles from Lost with, with Leia in the international trailer. Oh, really? Okay. Which was really cool. Finn does most of the talking during the briefing. It appears Gorwin may help as he's introduced during the sequence, and his introduction was notable for the production. Glib is a character that reports to Leia throughout the film and is part of Her Highness's entourage. We also believe Glib is likely in these briefing sequences as well. What I don't know is like how Brantz comes into this. Mm-hmm. Brantz, we get him at the beginning, mm-hmm. and I don't know if he's in any of this. So I can't, I couldn't tell you the difference between a Brantz and a Glib. My life depends <laughs> on it. How so many Glibs are in a Brantz? <laughs> how many Brantzes does it take? Uh, <laughs> screwing a light bulb. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Uh, during the battle, Gorwin copies Poe to lead his group. Uh, yeah, copies Poe to lead his group into the attack, and Gorwin heroically takes out a TIE fighter. It appears he survives the battle, which is notable, as not many pilots do, as an array is fired, which wipes out the vast majority of the First Order and resistance ships in the air. Uh, rumors are that Gorwin's rank is equal to Poe's, hmm. and that Poe's squadron wears a red decal on the helmet, and that Gorwin's wears blue. Um, once again, this matches up with that rumor that it's Greg Gunberg because his character's leaked images. He has a blue decal on his hmm. helmet. Okay. Remember those pictures of uh, Nine Numb and um, yeah. Attic Bar mm-hmm. and uh, then Greg Gunberg? Yes. Those, when they were released that same day, he has the blue decal. So okay. I'm thinking it's him. Uh, some of the other names of the resistance fighters in the movie that I know about that I don't know anything about. Uh, we'll probably hear from like, a character named Brantz, uh, Major Emat, uh, Rebel Admiral, <laughs> and then Captain Trilla, which I don't know if that was – is that Captain, Captain Phasma? Captain Trilla. <laughs> hmm. Is that like Captain Phasma's code name originally or I don't know? Possibly. Oh, I don't know. Trilla. Trilla. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Yeah, maybe. Captain Phasma is super Trilla. <laughs> Chewbacca is in the medical bay being taken care for his wounds he suffered since the freighter sequences and the ensuing fights. The Resistance cannot decipher the puzzle to find Luke Skywalker. So there's a puzzle. Hmm. So remember at the beginning I said like that lightsaber might have some kind of like clues as to the whereabouts of Luke Skywalker. Mm -hmm. This is somehow like I guess BB-8 has been given the lightsaber and maybe within the lightsaber or he's also been given like a puzzle. Okay. So there's like a puzzle they have to figure out to find where Luke is. So he's like, Luke's like the Riddler or some shit. (laughs) (laughs) Not the trickster. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. No, no, it would definitely be the trickster. He's coming back again. I know. Yeah. Yeah, he did last season. He's coming back again this season. I love his trickster, man. Everyone overlooks uh, overlooks the droids as potential puzzle solvers. Huh. Mm. So... You should have got that guy from Survivor that was Rob. Oh, yeah. Boston Rob? Boston Rob from Survivor. He could have done it. He's a really good puzzle. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, In a passageway outside, Han and Leia argue and they cannot agree. They enter Leia's private area. Ooh. Oh, hey. (laughs) Private area? (laughs) Shit. (laughs) PG-13. 
Fifty Shades of Han and Leia. <laughs> We're going to see Han's game room later. <laughs> Jeez. That's what, they enter Leia's private area. <laughs> Whoa. That's what it says. I love reading. this movie. <laughs> no, I would have liked it 30 years yeah, ago. Definitely, definitely. They, they probed her private area. <laughs> They enter Leia's private area and talk out their differences. <laughs> it's always the case. <laughs> the old spark is still there. That's what it says. I'm, oh. just, I'm just reading. Wow. <laughs> Back at the snow planet, the parade ground is now quiet and empty, save for patrols doing the rounds. Inside the brig of the First Order, Kylo uses his powers on Rey's mind, but she turns it around on him. Yeah, this is where it happens. Okay. This is where it happens. Kylo steps out into the hallway to gather himself and his anger. Wow. I think – oh, man. I don't know. I, I, I think what happens maybe here or may, might happen later, but she says something like to him, like, you'll never be as powerful as Vader. Oh, oh wow. Shit. <laughs> Wow, that's yeah, that's like, like the worst thing you can do. I, I know it. Ha- I think it happens in the movie. I don't know if it happens here, but I, it wouldn't. I wouldn't doubt that it happens right here at this point. She's fucking manipulating. Yeah, him. that cuts deep. <sighs> okay, so marry me. Kylo, <laughs> Kylo steps out into the hallway to gather himself and his anger in the great hall of the Star Killer base. General Hux and Kylo Ren report to Supreme Leader Snoke. Hmm. Snoke demands action. At the Resistance War Room, Finn briefs everyone on the situation with the Star Killer. We see how the Star Killer catapult fires. We see into the heart of the catapult and how the control room works to operate it. This is a lot of stuff we've gone over mm-hmm. before. The group hatches a plan, and Leia has a trick she is ready to pull during the attack. This is kind of just like another way of saying like she's got a strategy. They have a weapon. Okay. Can I interject here and, and talk ahead. about Snoke for a second? Yes, please. Um, Andy Serkis' character. Yes. Oh, hi. That's, I, I was wondering if that's who it was, who was earlier referred to as the, the Uber character. Yeah, that's exactly name. who it is. Okay, so yeah. Andy Serkis is Snoke for sure. Yeah, okay. yeah, yep, he is Snoke. Um, and, like, I don't know, like, kind of, like, what kind of, like, relationship he has with Kylo. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? I don't know if it's kind of, like, an Emperor, you know, Vader relationship. If, if You know what I mean? I have no clue. Yeah. Will he be mocap? Do you think is he a, is he a humanoid character? That's a great question. I I I wouldn't see why he would not be mocap. I could have sworn it was mocap all the way. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you'd think like Andy Serkis, it has to be mocap, but then I guess you like look at Age of Ultron. There, there's rumors that Snoke looks reptilian in form, so he's probably playing something alien looking. You know. Okay. Yeah. I mean, you've got, but we, we've got, we've already, we've got mocap characters in this movie. I mean, Lupita Nyong'o is definitely playing a mocap character. Yeah. Yeah. Maz is mocap for sure. Yeah. Um, I'm, it's one of the things I'm most excited about is seeing Snoke for the first time. I've also kind of wondered. Like if they're gonna go with like you know Benicio del Toro's rumored to be well he is in the second movie mm-hmm. episode eight I wonder if he's gonna be mocap yeah. I've always kind of thought that too like is Benicio del Toro gonna be mocap is I he, could see is that. he too recognizable will he take you out of the film if you see him yeah mm-hmm. that's true yeah yeah that's a good point and he has great features to do mocap stuff yeah like I could see that an exaggerated Benicio yeah mm-hmm. um, let's see here so here we go the. This goes back – that's a lot of elaboration on the original article. I'm going to go back to the original article from uh, StarWars.net. Jake, Jake, you can probably follow along here. We then cut to what seems to be a spy in the pirate castle. This is an emissary, Corsella, um, that has been sent by Queen Leia, the leader of the Resistance, to track down the lightsaber. 
The mission is secret, and she is in clandestine garb. Cut to BB-8, who finds Ray. Oh, man, this is uh, this is a lot of yeah, stuff that I've just gone way back yeah. further. I think. Okay, so I don't want to. I don't want to. I went into a more detailed. Let's see here. I think cu- moving up to the we cut to Ray, who is being interrogated, is a good picking up point in this article. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Oh yeah. Well, yeah. Um, a little bit more about. Uh, yeah, like, let's see. Leia. Leia seems to be quite militant. Yeah. Well, we've seen that yeah. already from the poster that you posted on the Facebook page. Right. You get that. Mm-hmm. The Le- fact that she's taunting her new weapon. You get that. Right. Leia also meets with Maz Kanata and receives Luke's blue lightsaber. Okay. So that's the scene, the exchange of the lightsaber. It's Maz Kanata handing over the lightsaber to Leia. Okay. Um, she suggests for the time being that the lightsaber go to Finn and Leia complies. Hmm. Maz knows if it isn't Finn's hands, it will find its way back to Rey when she is ready to accept her destiny. Han meets with Leia and they seem to have an intimate scene before leaving, presumably to go after Rey. Han tells Leia that he will hurry back. (laughs) Now, I believe that he doesn't, I don't know if, is it going to be classic Han? Is he going to, is he going to say like, I'll hurry back. I'll be, you know, you know, like a cocky, or is it going to be more like I'll hurry back? I think it's going to be cocky. You do? Yeah. I hear that, uh, like Leia has a bad feeling about hmm. him leaving. Oh, is that we're going to get the classic why, line drop right from what, Leia? I don't know. That I have a bad feeling about this drop. I don't know. I mean, I know that she's the way she hugs him in that trailer. It, it's almost. It's like. It's like. It looks like. The like, last time. The last time. Hmm. I, I agree. I agree. We cut to Ray, who is being interrogated by Kylo Ren in a First Order evil castle on their snowy forested base with a name still unknown, which is, we know, it's Starkiller. Kylo uses his Force powers during the interrogation. Ray seems to reverse the probe and learn something about Kylo and or his plans. Ray informs Kylo he will never – yes, here we go. Ray informs Kylo he will never be as powerful as Darth Vader. <laughs> this infuriates Kylo, and he leaves the chamber to report his findings. Was this a sibling duel? I don't think so. <laughs> I still don't. But the interrogation was not fruitless for Kylo Ren. He learns that he no longer needs the lightsaber to fulfill his purpose. His purpose remains mysterious, but it may have something to do with finding Luke Skywalker. Kylo Ren reports to – Uber, which is Snoke, with this new information. Ray then somehow uses her force powers, likely mind tricks, to distract the snow troopers guarding her cell. She escapes through a ventilation shaft and emerges out in the open. It's snowing. Hmm. That's crazy that Ray would know how to do Jedi mind tricks all of a sudden. Yeah. Like she must have picked that up from Maz in an earlier scene. Mm. She's probably honestly Maybe she's always kind of done it. She's a scavenger. Maybe like uh, when she's selling stuff, you know, maybe yeah. we get to see a scene of her like using it with like one of the traders. Yeah, I was going to say point. the same thing. That yeah. th- there should at least be some kind of scene of foreshadowing to her being able to do this. I agree. Yeah. It, it would be wacky if she just, just started sudden, doing it now. Yeah. Like, <laughs> these are not the droids you're looking for. And it sounds like she doesn't want to listen to anything Maz Kanata has to say. Right. You know what I mean? She's like, everything that Maz Kanata reveals to her, she like runs away from. Like, she wants nothing to do with any of this. Truth hmm. hurts. <clears throat> yeah. <laughs> Han, Chewie, and Finn leave for the snowy, forested First Order planet on the Falcon, while Leia and Poe, with BB 8, prepare to assault the planet from space. Han crashes 
the Falcon on the planet by taking the ship into the atmosphere of the snow planet at very high speeds to jump past the First Order defenses. The crew of the Falcon comes out of hyperspace screaming as the ship cuts through trees before setting down. Hmm. Do you remember that scene mm-hmm. in that new TV spot? Yes. Remember yeah. when it cut when the, we see the the, the Falcon sh- go cu- through those trees? Yes. I think that's a scene. I think you're right. Han Solo hasn't had a good day, and Finn learns about Kylo Ren's past from Maz. Finn consoles Han Solo about the past. Wow. <laughs> Han Solo it. hasn't had a good day, and Finn learns about Kylo Ren's past from Maz. Finn consoles Han Solo about the past. Yeah. Why would he console Han about the past? Yeah. It must have something to do with the whole Kylo Ren this has, sun rumors. Absolutely. Yeah. This, you know, and there's more of this. I mean, there's, this isn't the last of it. But there's really nothing in here that leads me to believe that Ray is a Skywalker or a Solo mm-hmm. at all. I mean, no. nothing. I mean, the closest you could go is to her having Force powers. I mean, that's about the the only connect the dot I can think of. Yeah, sure. Yeah, I'll get into other. Th- we can get into other theories later, but it's like, you know, I I don't know. I I, I don't know. We'll talk about it later. I, I have a hard time with this. Part of me wants her to be. Uh, part of me. Part of me like wants her to be a Skywalker or a Solo. Like that's a huge reveal in yeah. Episode Eight. Part of me wants that, but on the flip side, it's like there's nothing that shows me any proof of that. Besides their names being one letter apart, yeah, <laughs> which seems odd too. Well, that's just misdirection yeah. too. But you're right. Like the more we and talk the, about this, but we hear people talking about. There's rumors that people were talking about that Poe Dameron was like the son, yeah. of like Leia. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean? But it's like they gave his fucking last name. It's yeah. Poe Dameron. The more you talk about this, the more it seems like wouldn't have Kylo have brought that up already? Like, I know you're my sister. Like, you know, you would think that would already be kind of like established between Kylo and Ray. Like, he would probably know that's his sister. Maybe he doesn't know for some reason. I mean, Luke didn't know about Leia right away. There's this yeah, stupid rumor that somehow after when she was five years old, that she suffered amnesia. Oh, God. Yeah, right. and it's the old the, amnesia yeah, bullshit. Yeah, and I don't fall for that at all. No. We've already seen their droids get their m- memories wiped in the universe. We don't need, uh, you know, Ray getting hers. Yeah, and for her to say, I'm waiting for my family. Yeah. So she didn't. She obviously didn't have her memories wiped. Yeah, yeah. I mean, unless, like, she was staying with somebody who th- she thought was her family. Mm-hmm. So. I think that new commercial spot really, really makes me lean towards the she's someone important though. With all the eyes dialogue, like they make such a big to do about the eyes being for her eyes being familiar, yeah, and familiar to what, mm. like to some kind of past care. Like that dialogue really heavily makes me lean towards that she is a solo, or she saw her before her. though, or she already s- have seen. How does her. that? How does that line go? Ah, oh, shit! I have to play to, that again. Yeah. I'll pause. Pause. Okay, Jake. Yes. Yeah. You said there, there's a line. We were, we were talking about that before we breaked, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. We it, didn't even break. We just kind of like paused. Yeah. Um, it, a new TV spot was just released today. Yeah. And there's some new lines of dialogue in it, I assume from um, Maz. But here is that dialogue. I have lived long enough to see the same eyes in different people. I think that's it. Okay. 
All right. So I mean, I mean, it, it doesn't mean that she's like saying like, "Oh, you've got you've got Skywalker eyes." I agree. It's ambiguous yeah. enough that it, it could just mean she's seen that look. Yeah. I mean, how long does like her race of alien like live? Too. Mm-hmm. I mean, she could have been around like you know sixty years ago. You know, during like. I mean, you know, the the Battle of Naboo. I yeah. mean, hell, I, you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Maybe they'll add her in the next special edition. Right. <laughs> <laughs> it does go through every one of the main heroic characters when she's talking, too. So it, yeah. it doesn't single out anyone necessarily. Yeah, but in and, the movie, it's not going to be like that. Oh, I know. Yeah. It, it, yeah. But in, in the movie, we know that, like, in that vision, she is there, like, when the Jedi Academy gets struck down. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, if she's looking at Jedis in the eye, they may have like you know she's just and she apparently she's like sounds like she's force sensitive mm-hmm. and so she would know just maybe by looking at them maybe it's part of her ability yeah. just, she just she's you know like uh she's got jedi like sonar or radar jedi dar so i don't know trademarked <laughs> yeah, you heard it here first jedar yeah yeah trademark it <laughs> <laughs> On their way, okay, we're going to get back. Uh, so we're, the last thing we talked about was uh, Ray. Uh, Kylo Ren returns to Starkiller Base. He finds out that Ray has slipped away and escaped from his custody, and he's very annoyed and, and agitated. On their way to the First Order Castle, Finn talks about his past to Han Solo and reveals a lot about himself from before he was a stormtrooper and why he became one. Hmm. They understand why Finn did what he did. They approach a giant tunnel or exhaust port for the Starkiller Base. On their way there, they fight some stormtroopers here and there, and Finn uses the lightsaber instead of a blaster. Hmm. They find an elevator and get in. So it's like people are saying, like, fucking that scene out in the woods where he lights up that lightsaber. They're acting like this is the first time that Finn has ever used a fucking lightsaber, and he doesn't know how to use it. It doesn't sound like that from this rumor at all. No, no. It just seems like it's that he's scared of who he's facing with the lightsaber. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Agreed 100%. Uh, and the, and it's I'm not saying like he's like the most skilled with it either, right? He, but he, he but he he knows how to hold his own. It sounds like mm-hmm. he, he can, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's just like maybe you know Kylo's maybe a little bit better. Yeah, you know? I can see that. Um, they find an elevator and get in. In the distance, they spot a figure, and it is Ray. Ray is moved as an orphan. To have her friends come back for her means a lot. Han, Finn, and Chewie come to rescue her, and this makes her reconsider her angry feelings at Maz Kanata's castle. Hmm. Aww. <laughs> uh, <yeah. laughs> During her interrogation, Rey may have retrieved vital information from Kylo Ren, which she may share with Han and the gang at this point. I think that what she did get from them is possibly shield generator codes. Mm-hmm. Mm. Okay. Some kind of weakness to Starkiller. Yeah, yeah. but... The shield generator codes, I also hear the rumor that they don't work later. Oh. (laughs) Whoops. You know, I don't know. Maybe, like, maybe, like, it's, like, fucking, like, like, Kylo knows, like, like, she got that information, and I don't know. That would be a classic, like, Han moment, though. Like, like the indoor stuff where he's trying to open the door. Yeah. Yeah. It just doesn't. Like, he puts the code in, and a bigger door shuts. Yeah. (laughs) Not again. Uh, Let's see here. Um... uh, Armed with this information, the company then heads to the First Order castle. Han has a plan. They will destroy the Starkiller superweapon or the shield that protects it, which is controlled from within the castle. So basically, there's a shield that, can, that, that is protecting Starkiller base, mm-hmm. just like in 
just like the Death Star. Yeah. So like if they can, you know, very that. Star Wars. Yeah, very Star Wars. The Star Killer uh, super weapon is then charged up to fifty two percent. The First Order recharges the weapon after using it on Corsella's ship and Maz's castle pub earlier in the film. We then cut to Kylo Ren, who walks into the cockpit. Of, now, this, guys, this is huge. Yeah. They cut to Kylo Ren. He walks into the cockpit of the crashed Falcon. He sits in the pilot's seat and has a moment. Mm-hmm. Is this his father's ship? Does he remember it? Are those memories fond? Is he thinking about, like, was this ship meant for me one day? Right. They start playing Cats in the Cradle. In the Silver <laughs> <laughs> We then cut to the beginning of a great climactic space battle above the snowy, forested First Order planet. The Resistance is throwing everything it has at the home base of the enemy. X-Wings and TIE Fighters face off in space and in the atmosphere of the planet where the First Order superweapon is located. Now, guys, there might be other ships involved in this scene. Mm -hmm. I don't know. In the concept art, apparently, there were other ships. Okay. But this only refers to X-Wings and TIE Fighters. But there could be other alien ships. I'd be fine if it was just X-Wings and TIE Fighters. Me too. Yeah. Just keep it classic. Yeah. Queen Leia uses the Resistance super weapon, codenamed the Sledgehammer, to crush through Star Destroyers as if they were Tinker Toys. <laughs> she wields an awesome power against the First Order. Down on the planet, the General, which is going to be General Hux, of the First Order, orders the firing of the star killer or they call it the array mm-hmm. a defensive super weapon that will take out all fighters in the space around the planet the general subordinates refuse to carry out his order because the weapon would also destroy their own fleet right mm-hmm. and so the general fires the super weapon himself in that moment projectile projectiles are fired and all the ships in space are destroyed every single one Whew. the general is practical and cold-hearted he obliterates his own men in their TIE fighters to take out the resistance ships and secure the safety of the catapult superweapon. That makes it sound like two different two different things. The catapult is the star killer base, but the uh, array is like a completely different like panic button. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Agreed. Like, don't hit the red button. It'll right. destroy everything. Like it's an like- EMP pulse or something that the planet would just if you're close enough to it, just boom. Yeah, it's like it's like a defense for the Star Killer base, not right. necessarily the Star Killer base. Mm. Right? Yeah, I, I I mean this also like basically General Hux says like, uh, you know he he doesn't uh, he doesn't fuck around. No. I mean, <laughs> no, cold hearted motherfucker. Yeah, exactly. Um, Queen Leia's own super weapon, the sledgehammer, is destroyed. Damn. So I mean they had the upper hand there for a little bit, and now it's like fuck. Yeah. Most of the resistance is probably gone from this point. Yeah, I um, bet Finn feels justified after leaving, after mm-hmm. seeing Hux do something like yeah. this. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it falls into the atmosphere of the planet, and it breaks apart. So Sledgehammer is n- no more. At this moment, Queen Leia feels all is lost and calls for the total retreat of the resistance forces. Han Solo and the others are presumed dead. Meanwhile, on the ground, Han and his crew witness the Sledgehammer's destruction, and we know that they have to take matters into their own hands. Thankfully, Poe Dameron, BB-8, and his X-Wing squadron survived the attack from the defensive array weapon because they were low enough in the planet's atmosphere to evade it. Moments later, Poe, from the sky, discovers Han Solo and the gang on the planet's surface. They're alive. So now, Poe, knowing that they're alive, he knows that they're, he, he can put two and two together. He knows that they're going to try and destroy the shield generator. Mm-hmm. So... Also, I, I, I think that Gorwin, I'm pretty sure that Gorwin makes it out of this, too. Okay. okay. 
And so a lot of people are thinking, like in Star Wars Episode Eight, since most of the Resistance uh, uh, X-Wing fighters have been destroyed, that there won't be two separate squadrons right now. There'll be such limited numbers that Gorwin and Poe will join up and start their own squadron okay. with what they have left. I know J.J. loves to kill Greg Gutenberg, you know. Mm. Like that's a thing. <laughs> right. Like, like, he's only in one episode of Lost. Okay. He shows up, he gives exposition, and then he gets killed immediately by the Black Smoke Monster. <laughs> yeah. From what I'm hearing, he doesn't die, though, so <laughs> I don't know, man. <laughs> uh, Ray is free from her captivity and enters the walls of the fort. Okay, so this is a thing I, I've kind of got, like... I've kind of got different rumors of like her. Um, I don't know when she, when they all get together, or if she's by herself at this time. I know that they get reunited somewhere along the lines. Mm-hmm. Here we, if, if if this is confusing, stop me, and I'll I'll try to figure this all out. Well, it sounds it sounds <laughs> like they've already reunited from what you've read. Yeah, when yeah. she was happy, excited to, in that moment where she was excited to see that they'd saved her. Yeah, is there re, reunited? And then just moment. getting her out now, she's free. Yeah, you know. Ray is free from her captivity and enters the walls of the fortress. She uses her skill. She's acquired scavenging star destroyers on Jakku to jump around and avoid legions of First Order stormtroopers. She's totally comfortable doing this, and it is an everyday thing for her. Hmm. So maybe this happens before she's reunited with them. I don't know. The elevator door opens. Han, Chewie, and Finn are looking at stormtroopers. Their luck has run out. Han charges the stormtroopers, defeating them. <laughs> Finn, Finn helps by using the Skywalker lightsaber. Cool. Okay, here we go. So, yeah, this is after they've all been reunited. Han, Finn, Rey, and Chewie enter the First Order castle. The security codes have changed. Hmm. Finn feels defeated. Han Solo encourages Finn to take the lightsaber and use it to destroy a generator of some kind, likely a shield, for the Starkiller superweapon. Finn runs off to do so. Okay, so Finn is now going off on his own. Yes. In the woods. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Han and the gang place charges around the castle. Okay. We've heard about this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Okay. Kylo Ren arrives. The gang is on the ramparts of the castle, and they are cornered. There's no way out. Han Solo decides to personally confront Kylo Ren as a means of protecting the others. Mm-hmm. I, mean, I got to take a drink here. No, you're going to go for it. <coughs> very Obi-Wan of Han. Yeah, yeah I mean, it is very Obi-Wan of Han. That's a great point. What are you trying to say, Jay? <laughs> what you talking about, Willis? Nothing. Right. <laughs> Finn, Ray, and Chewbacca stop in their tracks. They watch as Han Solo speaks to Kylo Ren, who is most likely his son. See, I mean, Finn has already taken off. I, see, that's what I don't, I don't get. Does Finn know about this? Does Finn has Finn already run off to destroy the shield, or is Finn here? Is Finn watching this? Right. I think Finn's, I think Finn's watching it. Really? Because why? Like later? Okay. Ah, shit. I don't know. Let, I'll, we'll talk about it later. So you do, you think Finn's gone? Yeah, I think Finn takes off to okay. do his thing, and then Han and the rest are here with this confrontation. Okay. Okay. All right. Hold on. Here we go. Suddenly, okay, maybe, yeah, okay, yeah, we'll, we'll talk about this later. I'm just like, I'm, I'm like figure, trying to figure shit out in my head right now <laughs> as I'm talking to you. Um, they watch as Han Solo speaks to Kylo Ren, who is most likely his son. Han may try to reason with him, talk him off the ledge. Suddenly, Kylo Ren silences the conversation with Han Solo forever. He murders Han, mm-hmm. his, fa- his likely father, in cold blood. Leia 
senses his death through the force. Chewbacca lets out a barrage of angry roars and laser blasts. I'm almost going to cry right now. Yeah, that's that's harsh. <laughs> it's fucking Chewbacca, man. Yeah. Chewbacca being upset about it is going to be Damn. like the moment. Damn, man. This is going to fuck with me. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to be watching the movies with you guys in the theater, and if I start fucking crying, you better not call me a pussy. No, I might I'm, come I'm out, already crying. I might come out swinging. We'll probably all be holding each other's hand no at shit. that point. <laughs> as long as we don't get a fucking vision. Oh, yeah. yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> at that point, at that point, things start to collapse and explode around them, presumably as the charges set earlier do their job. There is an explosion, and the rest of the gang is forced to flee, leaving Han's body behind as it is Im- Im- immolated. Yeah, in the blast. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I, you know, like we heard about like the the charges being set and things like that, and other rumors, and they talked about like the charges being set, that destroying Starkiller base, and then fucking General Hux dying, yeah, mm-hmm. falling off a ledge. I'm not, so. I'm not seeing any. No, no, I don't buy this. So, um, those are just rumors that were kind of close. You know what I mean? Yeah, for just, sure. But just not there. Yeah. It seems that the explosions take out whatever shield may have been protecting the the Starkiller super weapon. This allows Poe Dameron and his X wing squadron to swoop in and destroy the super weapon. The general watches in horror as it all collapses. He checks in one last time with his mysterious superior, Snoke, to tell him the mission has failed mm-hmm. and all is lost. So th- I think that is the last we get. I think that might be the last that we get of Snoke okay. in this movie. Hux too? Possibly Hux. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hmm. I'm surprised Hux doesn't bite the bullet. Yes, yeah, it is surprising, but... And he he might man. Yeah. I, I mean I don't know, but it it doesn't sound like it. No, it doesn't. It doesn't. All right. Um, now there are two different scenarios, um, two different versions of this uh, next scenario of what happens. We'll talk about both of them. Kylo Ren flees into the forest. It is nighttime and snowing. We've seen this in the trailer. Yeah. Um, probably one of the earliest images that we saw, mm-hmm. you know, Kylo Ren holding that lightsaber in the snow. Yeah, tracking someone yeah. Through, the, through the snow. Exactly. Finn and Ray follow him while Chewbacca runs back to the Falcon. I don't think Finn and Ray are together here. Okay. okay. I don't either. I don't think that they're together. I think that that Finn is out in the forest by himself. I do too. Looking for Kylo and Kylo also looking for Finn. Okay. But I don't know is like why Finn – okay, so Finn, if he wasn't there earlier on watching Han getting murdered, he wouldn't know that Han's been killed. Right. Okay? Yes. So does Kylo Ren tell him and that that, that pisses him off? No, that, that's very likely. I, I could see that. Well, yeah, I mean when he ignites that saber, he looks pissed. Yeah. Like I'm going to yeah, fuck you it, up. Yes. How dare you say that? Yeah. Type of reaction. Right. When Finn lights when he ignites his saber, he looks pissed yeah, off. Yeah, mm-hmm. for sure. And then he sees fucking Kylo's and then his Yeah. Then the look on his face changes to more of like holy shit, that is a Yeah. Why don't I have one of those? And why there, there's <laughs> did no they, Did they come in blue? <laughs> <laughs> I don't think there's any other reason for him to be that emotional on his face if that's not the case. Right. So, somehow or another he knows yeah. yeah and i mean the guys at making star wars.net one of their sources kind of like um figured out like based on like the 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 movie being two hours and 16 minutes long and with they kind of like broke it down into like each each thing that happens in the movie into like 16 minute sections mm-hmm. and they kind of figured out that ray 
who is mostly with Finn when she's interacting with Han, mm-hmm. they figure out that Ray has like 46 minutes of on-screen time with Han. Okay. That's probably as much time as Finn gets. Okay. So they probably got a good relationship. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You know, and like Finn's already, Finn's already done some things to impress Han. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So... Um, he might re- remind him of Luke. He yeah. might like really be affectionate to him because he reminds him of Luke. Yeah, I don't think that 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 Finn's. I I I, I don't know if Finn's going to be forced. I don't either. I, it, it, I don't either. So it sounds like no. I mean, all sides for I, no. I think Ray is our Luke character in this, mm-hmm. and I, I think like like Finn is more of our kind of like uh, outsider, kind of like you know, like kind of like. You know, just like the regular guy. You know what I mean? Yeah. Just a human or whatever. Yeah. yeah. The person we relate with. He he yeah. went through a lot being a stormtrooper. Instead of like C-3PO and R2-D2, this is more kind of through Finn's yeah. course. So he's like, yeah, he's just the outsider, not like any of them. You yeah. Know? But but it, but it works too because like, you know, like he's been around more of the galaxy than Ray has. So mm-hmm. we're also going to get like that sense of like wonder of the galaxy from Ray's point of view. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because she's been stuck on Jakku for so long. Mm-hmm. And then watching her like travel the galaxy, like even when she sees like the lush forest of Takanato, you know, she's like, oh my gosh, like gets emotional. She's never seen, she's fucking used to desert and shit. So I think these characters are really fucking interesting. Yeah. I agree. I agree. <laughs> yeah. There's going to be some great conversations between all three of these characters: Poe, Finn, Ray. Mm-hmm. You know, and like even them meeting like Han and Chewie. It's yeah. really fucking awesome. Uh, yeah, I mean, just how excited we got over seeing Finn and Poe like have that brief yeah. brush up. Imagine they're, when they're going to be talking to each other. <laughs> yeah, the yeah. Bromant. The Bromant. <laughs> trademark. <laughs> so yeah, I can't wait, man. Um, let's see here. Uh, Kylo Ren flees into the forest. It is nighttime and snowing. Finn and Ray follow him, while Chewbacca runs back to the Falcon. Now, yeah, like I said, I, I, I think that all of them are kind of looking for each other out in the forest. Mm-hmm. I think I think Finn's not with Ray, Ray's not with Finn, and Kylo and Finn are looking for each other. Okay. Okay. Um, A real Blair Witch moment in the forest. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Finn confronts Kylo Ren and holds up his own and holds his own in a lightsaber fight. However, over time he is bested by Kylo's experience with a lightsaber. Finn is on the ground preparing to die. Okay, so here we just read that Finn holds his own in a lightsaber fight. And, you know, this supports other rumors that I've heard where Maz Kanata at some point in the film talks about how she's impressed by Finn's lightsaber. Um, so, I mean, I I firmly believe that he is skilled with it, mm-hmm. but he's he's not going to be like fucking like, you know, I don't know, like a like a Jedi master at this point. You yeah. know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But but he knows how to hold his own with a lightsaber. He's already been fighting stormtroopers with it. So I think it's just like he's kind of like overcome by like how fucking devastating that fucking lightsaber is and how imposing Kylo Ren is. Yeah. Agree. And, and I mean, I'm sure Kylo Ren is a better at the lightsaber mm-hmm. than Finn. So I'm sure he does overpower him with his better lightsaber and better skills. Through all the rumors that I've been hearing, though, it's like I hear that. Finn is a fighter, mm-hmm. and he fights. He will not quit. But he's compassionate. I mean, we've seen that. You know, yeah, like, he saves he, his yes, fellow stormtroopers. Exactly. Yeah. But like on the flip side, like he's a fighter. So like for him to not fight anymore, I don't think he can fight. Do you guys think that he loses a limb here? <sighs> like he loses like an arm. That's or possible. A hand? I think he definitely gets injured to the point where he can't fight. Though I agree with that logic. I don't know if I'm right. He's not just laying there giving up. Yeah. 
Exactly. Something took him out yeah. of the fight. If he's preparing to die, something took him out of the fight. Mm-hmm. And he can't fight anymore. We've seen characters lose one hand. Mm-hmm. What if he lost both hands? Oh, that'd be fucked up. And he can't. I mean, honestly, I think if he, even if he lost one hand, mm-hmm. I think that he would fucking pick the lightsaber up and still come at him. How awesome I, would that be to see? Yeah. I mean, I honestly do. And he'd probably die. But I don't want it to be like a fucking like uh, Mighty Python. Mighty Python, where he, he, <laughs> it's only a flesh wound. Yeah, exactly. It's <laughs> just like a stump there at the end. I still have one leg. That's a, you do exactly where I was going. <laughs> but um, no, I, I think maybe it's just one sw- like fail swoop where it's like one blow where he loses both hands. Okay. But I don't know. I, I'm just guessing. It could be, and it could bring better justification as to why that saber is a cross saber at the same time. Yeah. You get close enough to that, you're getting your hands cut. I think you make perfect logic to you, Brian. I, I, Finn is not laying there just giving up, ready to die. He'd either die it, it, or, yeah, there'd be some he, reason. He can't fight anymore. Yeah, he, yeah. He's, he's either fighting or yeah. he can't fight. Yeah. That's the yeah. only reason he's just laying there yeah. ready to die. Maybe it would be cool if he gets, like, one arm cut off and he, he fucking, like... He's ambidextrous, and he's like, fucking, yeah, I'll take you out with the other hand, and then loses that hand. Yeah, yeah that would be fucking crazy. And then see him charging with yeah. one hand. And then he goes down. Hmm. Um, well, at that point, though, that takes away the rumor that um, Finn throws the lightsaber to Ray. Right. <laughs> That's true. With his feet. <laughs> yeah. That's true. With his feet. <laughs> there are, there, but there's, con- there's, there's, yeah, the concept art shows two different things, I think. Um and also, before we before we jump into this a little bit more, I want to promise everyone that it is not a dead Chewbacca right. that Ray is crying over yeah. in the scene. That is Finn. Chewbacca is not even there. What people are actually thinking is Chewbacca. You know, they're thinking the fur His hair, Chewbacca yeah. on the right. That is actually a fucking bush. It's a plant, <laughs> people. If you fuck with the colors, if you look with it, it's a fucking bush it's a fucking plant a shrubbery it's shrub <laughs> it's all coming back to monty python that's what i thought the knights of wren are the knights of me yeah <laughs> and they demand a shrubbery and we demand a shrubbery <laughs> all right so ray arrives ray arrives so while finn and kylo are in the woods they are looking for one another ray is not with them either she arrives later to find finn Finn, it says Finn tosses her the Skywalker <laughs> lightsaber, which she has been reluctant to accept upon uh, to accept up until this point. Uh, to save her friend and avenge Han Solo's death, she takes the weapon and attacks Kylo. Okay, now there are rumors that you know Finn tosses her the lightsaber, and I've heard rumors of her using the Force to take it. Mm-hmm. That'd be awesome. I think if Finn loses like you know hand or hands in this movie, she'll use the Force to take it. I think that's cooler. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's not confirmed if Finn loses any limbs. It seems real tropey that like Finn like tosses the lightsaber, yes. and you yeah. see the lightsaber <laughs> flying in the air. Right. <laughs> yeah, she, she, she does an Evil Dead. She yeah. yeah, she does an ash jump yeah. and catches it. <laughs> yeah. Right. Okay, but on a cliff edge, the ground falls away behind Ray and Finn as all the charges set on the castle have made the area unstable. The heroes find themselves hanging from a precipice. Kylo Ren exits the scene just as their doom seems <laughs> imminent. Chewbacca arrives on a repaired Millennium Falcon. He collects Ray and Finn and jets off into space. Mm-hmm. Okay, hold on. This like, like that's uh, a very Luke saving Luke at the end of Empire Cloud City. Type. Yeah. yeah. 
But okay, here we go. Here we go. This is actually what I think happens. Um, and this is also another rumor that people are talking about. The area is unstable and the side of the mountain where Ray and Finn are, uh, are fighting Kylo. And it's actually, it's not Finn. Finn's down. Mm-hmm. It's Ray is fighting Kylo Ren now. She's got the lightsaber. And she is, I think, I'm going to guess, and I, I think other people on the internet are going to agree with me, that in this scene, Ray is actually kicking Kylo's ass. Okay. Mm. And he's lucky right. that the ground separates. Because I think in this, she would have killed him. Wow. Yeah. That seems like a real fan favorite moment, too. Mm-hmm. Like, after all that doom and gloom, you got to get the audience to cheer again. Right. Mm-hmm. Like we right. just saw Han die, for fuck's sake. Exactly. Like, you got to give us some comeuppance as Ex- an audience. Absolutely. And I, th- I think, I think that's like, we're, we're ready to see Kylo fucking, like, you know, eat it, fucking yeah. die. <laughs> and he is saved. He's lucky these charges went off. Mm-hmm. And the ground breaks and they're separated from Kylo. Um, his fate is uncertain in the chaos. He's going to live for another day, in my opinion. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. Yep. Yeah. Ray and Finn hold onto the side of the precipice. The Falcon then shows up again, like I said, piloted by Chewbacca. Chewbacca comes down the ramp of the Falcon, jumps out, and pulls up Ray and Finn with his Wookiee strength, saving the kids. <laughs> um, the First Order has been defeated, but Kylo Ren and uh, Snoke retreat to lick their wounds and plot their next move. Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah, no hucks in there. <laughs> No Hux in there, but the last we saw of Hux is he was talking to Snoke. Did, right. Did he eat it on Starkiller Base? <laughs> yeah. I think he does. He might. You know, when those charges go off, he might fall into the precipice. He's, yeah. our, he's our Moff, Moff Tarkin in this scenario. So, yeah. I he mean, dies with his weapon. Does he fall into the precipice? Pre- uh, and uh, another thing, like we talked about Han dying, people are then going to go to Star Wars Episode Eight on IMDb, and people are going to see that Han is listed. Okay? Right. I will let you know that anybody can add anybody to any movie in Star Wars Episode Eight. Yeah, yeah. So it's it's not. He's. I'm sorry. I, I, <laughs> sorry about that. Sorry, Han, Han, Han is still. I'm going to add myself to Star Wars Episode Eight. <laughs> <laughs> the, the guys from Making Star Wars that net. Yeah. One of they know somebody an actor that actually added themselves to A New Hope, <laughs> and they weren't even alive when that movie came out. That's hilarious. And it's he said it was still there too. So, all right, here we go. Finn, Ray, Chewie, uh, Finn, Ray, Chewie, Poe, and BB-8 all return to the Resistance base on. Uh, they say, it says Yavin 4 mm-hmm. as heroes. Chewie better get a goddamn medal this time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Motherfuckers. But the tra- BB-8 will get a medal, but Chewie won't. <laughs> Sorry, Brian. No, you're fine. But the, but the tragic loss of Han Solo makes the celebration bittersweet. Leia tells Poe Dameron his squadron is all that survived the assault. We follow Rey as she says goodbye to the important players. Mm-hmm. Ray makes a special stop to say goodbye to Finn in the medical bay. So Finn's alive. He's mm-hmm. just really fucked up in the yeah. medical bay. Getting his new hand put Getting on. Getting his new hand put on. <laughs> that little weird droid is next to him, and he's... Yeah. <laughs> Meanwhile, BB-8, R2-D2, and C-3PO decode a puzzle of some kind. So huh. earlier when they wouldn't let the droids fuck with it, like everybody's off doing their own thing and now the now the droids bb8 rtd2 and c3po they, they decode the puzzle of some kind oh, man i'm super excited for bb8 and rtd2 and c3po to be together in yeah. the for the first time seemingly revealing luke skywalker's location a watery planet of rocky islands leia is elated that her long-lost brother is found and suggests that ray be the first to meet him hmm. 
Leia and Ray have a special goodbye. Jay goes, hmm. <laughs> <laughs> she's got to be the daughter of Luke Skywalker. Oh, she's That's not. why you got to go see your daddy. I don't believe for a you second. You got to see your daddy. She's not Luke's kid. Right. I don't think Luke has kids. No. No. Leia and Ray have a special goodbye in which she bids Ray a fond farewell. Ray, Chewbacca, and BB-8 get into the Falcon and take off. Chewbacca playfully messes up Ray's hair in an endearing gesture. They fly away to find Luke. <laughs> the Falcon lands on a rocky island in the middle of the sea. Ray walks up to a set of old stone steps carved into the mountain. She comes up to a hooded figure in a stone hut and puts the lightsaber in his hand. It's Luke Skywalker. Yeah, baby. The end. Yeah, baby. Yep, everybody fucking leaves the theater crying. Yeah, yeah. But no, everybody... I think everyone's applauding at, at the, the end. Oh, I know, I know. Yeah. But, but, but yeah, then you think about Han. <laughs> mm. So this is possibly, too, where Kylo gets closer to Darth Vader than ever before. If he's falling down a fucking cliff and survives, he might get really fucked up from that, too. So... Interesting. Yeah, it is interesting. But this, uh, The Force Awakens is, you know, people are like, why, why aren't we seeing any, uh, Luke Skywalker in any of the posters? Because he filmed for one day on Michael Skellig and he just shows up at the final scene. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, and that this brief is, vision yeah. shit. Mm-hmm. And the, yeah, we don't even see his face. Could have yeah. done that Could have done any actor, yeah. too. Yeah. It didn't yep. even have to be him. Now, the thing is, like, this is Han's story. Mm-hmm. This is Han's story. And so, like, the next movie is going to be more w- about Luke's story. Yeah. So, um, you know, I, I I think that's great. I think if they would have thrown Luke in this, it would have taken away from Han. I agree. <clears throat> it's and, a lot to pack. And I think the best way to end this is to sh- give us more hope and show us Luke. Yeah, mm-hmm. for sure. You know? So... Um, let's talk about that. So basically that's the movie is like, we know it. And as everybody else knows it, if I miss some things, I'm sure there's things I've missed, but that's the best that I know. Um, let's talk about things that we don't know. Guys, a love triangle, possibly between Poe, Finn and Ray, or, or, or maybe not even a love triangle. Maybe just like Poe likes Ray or Finn likes Ray or whatever. Do you guys think it's possible? Mm. I think they're more just really good friends. I don't. Really? I don't. God damn it, Jay. Uh, red-blooded American. Red-blooded males. Red-blooded males around this gorgeous girl. Yeah. yeah. God damn it. And they're fighting alongside her. Oh, what the fuck? That, uh, uh, fucking Finn's tucking his dick between his legs. <laughs> no, I, it's not going to happen in this movie, though. I not think, in this yeah. movie. No, yeah. but I think that we're going to see signs of like these guys liking her. Yeah. She's a pretty girl. Yes. And for like everybody to be like, leave romance out of Star Wars. Romance happens in everyday life. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, I'm not saying that. I know, but and there's people that'll say that. Like, oh, I don't want to see a love story in my Star Wars. Well, I saw it in fucking yeah. uh, every, every other Star, Star Wars. Wars. It's yeah. a typical trope in every Star Wars film. And yes. for these guys <laughs> to be fighting alongside her and one of them not to be attracted to her is insane. I agree. And I think, like, things like that Finn does throughout the movie, like protecting her at the bar and, like, even when he first meets her and things like that, wanting to help protect her uh, i i think those are things like i think finn definitely sees her as a pretty girl yeah and i, I poe probably has affection towards her as well for all we know but uh, but i don't know any of this and th- and you know i don't think any of them are related so we could possibly see a lot love triangle here as opposed to in the first <laughs> movies where they you know that's eliminated because Leia is the sister of Luke. right right yeah. i see it much more happening though like the han leia stuff from four to five 
Mm. Where it's you introduce the characters, but you really don't spark the romantic. No, interest. no, no, no. I, I'm not saying that. Yeah, I'm not yeah. saying that. I think because okay, let's look at the director for the second movie. Yeah, Ryan Johnson, who did the Brothers Bloom, which is kind of like there is a love story within that movie, mm-hmm. and I think that makes more sense for the hiring of Ryan Johnson for there to be a love story in the second movie. Yeah, I could see that. So. It will take it. They, I mean, that's what made Star Wars cool in the first place. Is it takes away from all that action and sci-fi, and then it grounds it with this this also love story that plays in the background, mm-hmm. which yeah, is it, also very intriguing. And and you gotta love the Star Wars. Like, if you don't love the romance, you gotta love the romantic, like the music themes that the romance brings up. Well, it, some of the best shit in Star Wars. Yeah, and it, it plays to the whole nobility, like you know, saving the one you love. You mm-hmm. know, they're always going to do that. Yeah. Or betraying the one you love, as right. in the case of Anakin. I think the love story that they're going to want to focus on this one is the reuniting of Han and Leia. Agreed. They agreed. don't want to put anything else before that in yeah. this film, okay? And I think that any if there's going to be any kind of like a love story, like Jake said, it's going to be in Episode Eight. Mm-hmm. And we do know there's going to be <clears> another <throat> female lead in Episode Eight as well. Uh, yeah. That I mean, they're talking about uh, was it Olivia Wilde for a while? Yeah. Um, Tatiana Maslany is now in talks. So, so we don't know how she'll play into the whole romance angle. Is that Luke's daughter? Yeah, I still don't think she has any kids. Well, we'll talk about that. Was Mara Jade, just on a side note, she was, like, not related, right? No, no. Okay. She, she was handpicked by the Emperor. And that's not canon anyway, but I've just no. that was just, like, popped in my head all of a sudden. Her and Luke do fall in love. Okay. And, like, get together. But that's all. Okay. Canon. I just, yeah, I don't see Luke falling in love. Yeah. I don't see it either. He, he knows he can't do that, you know what I mean? Yeah, but, like, this is, like, post-fucking... Like, these are new Jedi. True, true. This isn't, you know what I mean? And come on, you can't tell me that Luke hasn't had any ass I don't at think all? He, I don't think he has. I don't know, I mean, but that that was kind of the downfall of Anakin, too. I mean, that was something I was warned against, you know? So Agreed. I, I don't know. I don't know. I think Lucas had zero ass. If they think it's oh truly peacetime, which I don't... He's, I'm having, I have a hard time believing that Luke hasn't gotten his rocks off I at think, all. I think he's too well in the know to, like, you know, think that it's total peace in the galaxy, you know? And he knows he has to train these Jedi, so he's not going to go and, like... You can't you know. do. You can't use the Jedi mind trick on your dick. <laughs> you know what I mean? I understand. I think you're I supposed understand. to, though. Well, Obi Wan did. Well, maybe not. We all know this. Maybe not. Yeah. I mean, that's definitely what you're supposed to do. That's I mean, what you're that's, supposed. That's the whole to do. downfall of Anakin yeah. was not being able to do the Jedi mind trick on his dick. Right. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. All right. I don't know, man. I just. I don't know. As a man, I just... It, I, In reality, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you can't. No. Yeah, I, I agree with you. I mean, god damn, it's got to suck. I mean, yeah. people do it. The monks of Tibet do it. I yeah. mean, you know. You know, like, like, after everything's all said and done, Luke can be like, oh, shit, you know what? This ain't your daddy's Jedi. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, right. he can be like, there's nobody else around. Like, Yoda's, like, force ghosts are going to tell me not to... <laughs> You know, like, too, like, he's banging some chick, and all of a sudden, like, Yoda's there watching. No, 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 Smiling. No. Yeah. <laughs> Hayden Christian shit. This you should up. not do it. <laughs> Fuck you, Force Ghost. What are you going to do to me? PG-13, this movie is rated. Rated this movie is. <laughs> Pull out, you will. <laughs> you know what I mean? I, man, I don't... I don't know, man. I don't know, man. I just hope Luke gets some, you know, some action. <laughs> I'd be proud for him. Yeah. But I don't, I don't think he is. Man. I think he's isolated himself. Yeah. I, I think so too. It hasn't happened. Yeah. 
All right, guys, let's uh, let's talk about this. Is Ray a solo or a Skywalker? I, I don't want I don't want like a maybe answer. I want to know both <laughs> because she's Han and Leia's kid. Right, right, right. I know, but I'm saying Skywalker coming directly under Luke, or is she or is she a solo coming you know from Han and Leia? If if, if you're telling me she for sure is one, then it, to me it's she's 100 percent a solo and not a Skywalker. No, I'm saying is she is she a solo or a Skywalker or neither? I think she's a solo. God damn it. I've changed my mind because of this podcast. <laughs> I'm going to say she's not. I'm going to, I agree with you on that. Yeah. Just based on this. It does seem a little hackneyed and tropey that both Kylo Ren and her would be solo's kids. But yeah. Ray and Ren, Leia Han, Ray Ren. It just, yeah. Abrams is fucking with you. But it's, if that's not called, the case. They're called the Knights of Ren. That's true. That's true, but... Yeah, that's not his last name. That, so it's just all the knights of Ren are named Ren. Yeah. Yeah, and even Kylo isn't his real first name. Do you think we'll find out what Kylo's real real birth name is if he ends up being a kid of... Hollywood? Maybe towards the end of the series. Well, if, she's, if she is a Solo or a Skywalker, we're going to find out her real name then, too. She's, her real name's probably not Rey. If she's... You know what I mean? Mm. She might be Kira. Yeah, I, I, yeah. I'm gonna say no. She's one thing not. that makes me side with Brian is the whole thing seems way too happenstance. If yeah. she is Solo and Leia's kid, right? That they all intervene at this point. Like, I mean, I guess that could be the workings of the Force, mm-hmm. but the whole thing just seems kind of like a pretty huge coincidence. Mm-hmm. Could the other female lead possibly be? Um, could it possibly be just like a, a Padawan that Luke took? You know, maybe like a baby survived, and like he, he mm-hmm. did take like a baby with him and and take care of the baby. It's possible, or, or a young child survived. You know, like maybe like a mother protected the the child or something, or or something, and then like like Luke, there's like there's an they talk about like how Luke took somebody else, and like he's been on this rocky island with somebody else, and he's been training her, and so like Ray, like the other female lead, is going to be another Jedi that can join ray and so like we've got two women kicking ass or something out there that could be cool yeah i don't know i'm just throwing it out there yeah hmm no i don't know who else she could be i don't i don't know i kind of like to see a female scoundrel like a more of a female like han that isn't necessarily related to han mm-hmm. mas Kanata. yeah i mean that's kind of like what we're getting yeah i guess so yeah i guess so the, she, she's kind of like our Lando Calrissian. Giving her the force powers, though, takes away from exactly what I want to see. But how she's using, like, her abilities. Yeah. To be a pirate. To be a pirate. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's pretty fucked up. She's not, yeah, and she's probably getting ass. Which is funny based on the last, <laughs> it's funny based on the last Star Wars Rebels episode, actually, that that's even. I think, like, post, like, post, like, Return of the Jedi, anybody that has, like, force powers, it's like, well, I don't have to use them for. You know, they, I'm, there's no Jedi Council. Yeah, yeah. You know, like Maz Kanata's not like, well, I have to be like some fucking Jedi. No, I, I have these abilities, but I can just be a fucking pirate. I just think Luke Luke's gonna be haunted and not th- like. I think he's got more on his mind than. Uh, I think he's got some pussy on his mind. <laughs> I know what you think he's got on his mind. <laughs> it's abundantly clear what you think he's got on his mind. Check out my lightsaber. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Force pull. That's uh, uh, funny. Yeah. Um, let's talk about uh, a rumor that is out there. Could Ray be the descendant of Obi Wan Kenobi? Hmm. Uh, Interesting. Enter- Entertainment Weekly ran a story called "The Shadow of Obi Wan Kenobi" mm-hmm. by Anthony Bresnikan, uh, who has reliable sources at Lucasfilm. None of None of whom, none of who he said. He never said like they told him this. Mm-hmm. Okay, but I don't know. 
he has no proof of this rumor, but he does break it down in a timeline to see if it's possible. Um, the total span of years here from where we start in the timeline with the Battle of Naboo all the way to the Star Wars The Force Awakens is a total of 60 years. Mm-hmm. Okay. 60 years ago, we had the Battle of Naboo from Episode 1. Seven years later, we have Order 66. Mm-hmm. 13 years later, Ray's mom is born. We are now 40 years away from Star Wars The Force Awakens, and this would make Ray's mom... 20 years old when Ray is born. Some have argued that she'd be 40 when Ray is born, but this doesn't make sense in the Kenobi timeline. So instead of her mom being born 13 years after Order 66, she's actually being born during or around the time of the Battle of Naboo 20 years earlier. Hmm. It conflicts with Kenobi's timeline, though. Mm -hmm. We know looking at the timeline that if Ray's mother has her at 20 years of age, that would put her own birth right in the middle of a lonely, desperate time for Jedi Master Kenobi. A time in his life where perhaps the discipline of the Jedi Order and the rules of celibacy no longer apply. I could very well be, it could very well be possible that Obi-Wan and an unknown female gave birth to Rey's mother during those dark years in hiding. So I feel that her mom is born 13 years after Order 66 is given, making her mother 20 years old when Ray is born and not 40 years old. Okay. Six years later, we have... Oh, Obi-Wan, just let me say. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Robert yeah. the Cradle. <laughs> Obi-Wan Don. <laughs> Six years later is the Battle of Yavin. Four years later is the Battle of Endor. We are now 30 years away from Star Wars The Force Awakens. Ten years later, considering if Rey is 20 years old at the start of The Force Awakens, Rey is born. Here's where it gets interesting. Some are theorizing that Rey's mother, the daughter of Obi-Wan Kenobi, meets Luke Skywalker, and he is the father of Rey. So that's just too... I mean, that's just too, like... I don't know, man. That's a that's a, it's an amazing cocktail of a human being. Yeah, to, you know what I mean. To be of like you know lineage from the Kenobi's and Skywalkers. Yeah, that's like you know what I mean. And I think if any publication is going to be working in unison with J.J. Abrams to spread false rumors, it's Entertainment Weekly <laughs> too. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and somewhere between Ray's birth and the Force Awakens, Ray is left with Obi Wan's brother, the Vicar, oh, Lore Santeca, who is Max von Sydow's character. Yeah, yeah, that's too much. Seems far fetched. Too much. Yeah. The whole thing doesn't have to be a goddamn family tree between every fucking character Agreed. in the Star Wars universe. This is, I mean, I, I mean, and okay, timeline, timeline. This works. Yeah, mm-hmm. this all works. But on the flip side, it's too much. Yeah, it's too much. <laughs> it is too much. It's like midi chlorians. And this is what makes me feel like Ray is not connected. But you know, you've got Kathleen Kennedy coming out with quotes at D23 at the celebration where she says things like, um, the saga films focus on the Skywalker family again. Right. Yes. The Skywalker family again. Mm-hmm. Why does she say that? Yeah. So is that, I, you is know, it just Kylo. Is, is it, it just Kylo? Yeah. Is it just Kylo and Luke? Mm-hmm. Is it just Han, Leia, Kylo, and Luke, or is Ray involved in that too? It's interesting. Yeah, I really start. I lean both ways all the time. Like, I, I, 
it, it is a struggle. It's definitely not a known. Mm-mm. Yeah. Yeah. It's one of the biggest unknowns. And one of those things that people will talk about with maybe Ray being the daughter of, uh, you know, um, of uh, Luke Skywalker is like uh, the uh, that speech that uh, that he gave in the first trailer. The Force is strong in my family. Oh yeah, yeah. Like him saying that to Ray, and what I found out about that that audio, mm-hmm. and um, I mean, I can post the YouTube video. Or hell, I can even play it right now if you guys want to hear it. Mark Hamill said he confirmed um, at the, at Anaheim the celebration. That he re-recorded these lines for the teaser at Star Wars Celebration. That they used his new recording and they layered it on top of the old recording. Oh, I believe it. That's why. That's why all of us were confused. Right. I remember we we argued about that from the moment it aired. Yeah. About it was a new recording. Yeah. But it was also layered on top of the old recording, so you can kind of like hear like a like kind of like a little bit of an echo or yeah 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 that makes perfect sense yeah. That would make sense to the point that he had a kid, the Knights of Ren invade, kill all the Padawans, he hides his kid. Mm. That would make sense. I have to abandon my child because... <sighs> yeah, but, I mean, she's with her parents. Yeah. She's with her Well, that's parents. what it says. Yeah, that's what it says. Her parents, whoever they are. So he has a kid and then just gives it to these people and they raise... No, maybe, they, maybe he and a woman are her parents and they have to... Wouldn't she remember her father? I don't know. I don't know. Like, when she hands a lightsaber to daddy, mm-hmm. wouldn't she go, oh, shit, you're my fucking father. I've been waiting for you. It depends on how young. Yeah, I mean, I she don't know. She was five or seven. Yeah. She would remember her father. Yeah. I don't think he's Luke. No, I don't think so either. I, he, I mean, guys, okay, so, all right, so, episode eight starts. How many years pass? I mean, is this, like, right after, or do you think that she's been... On the rocky island for a few years, been training under Luke. I would imagine, and, 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 and it's interesting that the, the journey of the lightsaber, the lightsaber gets does the light is the lightsaber where it's supposed to be in the hands of Luke, or does the lightsaber still want to go to Ray? Yeah, I bet it still wants to go to Ray. Okay, and I, I bet you're right. I bet we've got a little bit of time. I don't think Episode Eight is going to pick up right. The, the Star Wars way is to at least have a little bit of time in between mm-hmm. these movies. Yeah. I mean, I guess Return of the Jedi picks up right after and Empire. In between that time, you know, Poe and Finn both been kind of <laughs> macking, wonder, no, wondering what's Poe and Finn together. Poe, no, Poe and Finn kind of <laughs> wondering, like you know, what what Ray's up to, and yeah. you know, yeah, can't wait to see her. Again. <laughs> I, it'll be interesting to see, like, once they see her again, if if time has passed, like who looks at her, mm-hmm. you know, like really fondly, <laughs> you know, like. And like you know, has Ray been training with Luke? You know, I, I want to know that. You know, I want to. I want to see. I want to see. Like we've seen fucking Luke get trained by Yoda. I want to see fucking Luke train Ray. Yeah, I man. think that would be cool to start off. Like one of the scenes is like seeing like you know like like, a, like I mean I, I fucking love Rocky montages. And if you want to give me a Rocky fucking montage in my Star Wars movie, do it. Rock it. I love that shit. I think unfortunately a lot of that material is going to be the stuff of comic books and novels. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I hate to say it. Yeah. I'd like to see that kind of stuff too, but yeah. I think that that's going to be the fodder for cartoons and movies. And mm, I want to see it. I want to see it so much. Yeah, I want to see it so much. And there's, I also, I also want to see like Luke fucking just kick ass with the lightsaber in the next movie. But on the flip side, like they talked to him a few years ago at a convention, and and he said he would rather his character. Um, you'd be more like using like the force as far as like, you know, magic and wizardry and shit like that. He, he, he said one of the hardest things to learn was like 
to use the lightsaber in the choreographed battles that he had, you know, yeah. in the original Star Wars trilogy. So, but you know what? Like Ryan Johnson could be like, oh no, I, in my movie you're going to be using your lightsaber. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So who knows? That's interesting. Is um, Ryan Johnson going to also collaborate with Lawrence Kasdan for Episode Eight, or is he all by himself? I don't know that. I don't know that. Um, I do know that in pre-production, um, that the, the first place that they revisited was mm-hmm. Michael Skellig. Okay, but I don't know if how you know, and I'm sure Mike, Lawrence Kasdan. They're not going to have him go out there. No, he's too old for that there, shit. My my biggest thing uh, with Luke is there's got to be something that can you know stand toe to toe with Luke. It's not Kylo Ren. No, so there's got to be somebody. That can stand toe to toe with Luke. Otherwise, you know, what's the point? He's just going to carry on through every single movie. Benicio del Toro's character, he, possibly. He's going to meet his fate at or some point. Snoke. I mean, we still don't know that much about Snoke. Yeah. I mean, I, I mean, we talked about a lot of things, but we still didn't talk about a lot about Phasma. Phasma's not going to be. But I mean, there's a lot of things that we don't know. Right. So, yeah. All right. I think this is the Star Wars episode. Did you guys? Did you watch Rebels the last episode? Yeah. Yeah, I did. Yeah. <sighs> I, I like the seventh sister, but the fifth brother is kind of the dumbest. He's an idiot, he's yeah. An idiot. He's like Nan or something from, from Zod's yes, crew. <laughs> yes, 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 absolutely. Yeah. I totally agree. Yeah. Rebel's the, been good this season? It, it's been For excellent. the most part, yeah. yeah. The first three episodes were great. This last one was okay. I, I still like the, the first three a lot better. Yeah. But I wasn't impressed with like the fifth brother. No. And I didn't like that they revisited that planet yeah. with the, the shadowy creature that hide in the dark and all that. I loved it the first season. I liked it the first time, yeah. and it's like, uh, why are you doing this again? Well, and it was one of the only like episodes where they really focused on Hera and Sabine, which yeah. characters they really haven't fleshed out. And True. I mean, that's what I liked about it in the first season. The second season, we haven't gotten hardly any Hera and Sabine. Yeah. But like, um, did you know that uh, the fifth brother that character was based on early concept art of uh, one of, some of the Knights of Ren? Oh, really? Yeah, that they didn't use. Interesting. So they they used it for. For, for this. It's got to tie in somehow. Why else would they introduce it? But what's cool about these last two episodes... No, no, no. He's not part of the Knights of Ren. Don't, no, 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 no. No, no, no. no. I, mean, just... I mean, they have to tie into the Knights of Ren. I don't mean, I don't mean the Inquisitors are a part uh, of the Knights of Ren. Okay. I would assume that some way or another, for the Inquisitors to be in existence, they're not just going to end their, their timeline mm. necessarily. I assume yeah. that they're going to carry over somehow. Yeah. But I don't know. What, what's most interesting to me about the last two episodes is Ezra's kind of like, I don't want to do this anymore. I don't want to train Well, anymore. he's being torn between like, oh, you know, do you want to be a soldier? Do you want to be a Jedi? And he's like, I don't want to be neither. I just want to go back to my old ways. Yeah. Which I think kind of happens with a lot of the guys, with a lot of people that are chosen. Mm-hmm. I don't want to do this anymore. I just want to be a kid or whatever. Yeah, but on the flip side, I mean, like, I think like he uh – you know, he he hung out with that pirate dude. That was that was fun. I like that character. He's cool. He, he cool. had a lot of good lines. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> very funny. Yeah. So you guys think Inquisitors are just going to be a rebels thing? I don't know. I think I think there's going to be some way or another it ties into these new movies. Otherwise, I don't feel like they'd introduce them and just end them the, 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 with rebels. I do know that the Inquisitors. It was revealed that if you go through, go back, and I don't know which episode, but it's rumored that 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 the Grand Inquisitor from the first season yeah. was in an episode of the Clone Wars okay. and during a battle scene. Like you can see oh, him, wow. right? Like like it's probably like a large battle scene. You can kind of like pick him out. I just something. read that today. Yeah. So just a yeah. fun Easter egg. Though, yeah, just an Easter, just an Easter. Yeah. Egg. Yeah. So. But I don't know. I, I I don't think that they're going to 
introduce the Inquisitors in the, in the future Star Wars. I don't either, films. but I think they're going to, some way or another, it's going to be connected. I don't think we'll see any Inquisitors at all, but yeah, I mean, some but way or another. People are try, already trying to connect you know, the Aftermath book to the Knights of Ren, saying that the Acolytes in the Aftermath, aftermath book are what become the Knights of Ren. Right, right. So, I mean, you know, we can speculate all we want. Yeah. But I mean, we're only going to find out when we watch The Force Awakens. I think, I think, I, I think we're going to have more questions after The Force Awakens. Oh, absolutely. And I, I think what it says is, I think we know, okay, so the Knights of Ren go kill Padawan. So there's obviously more Jedi being born. So a Jedi could easily not necessarily become a Sith under the tutelage of like Palpatine, but could turn to the dark side for more power because they were wronged or something. I need more power to defeat this or whatever. So maybe Kylo is of that mind like, Mm -hmm. I'm just doing what I think is right because of what happened to me. Same with Anakin. So they could have all, you know, obviously more Force users are being born. They're not necessarily Sith or Jedi. They just have the Force. Was Kylo part of the Jedi Academy at one time? I don't Ooh, think so. Good question. I don't think so either. I don't think so. But it does hold credence to, like, if he was Han and Leia's kid, wouldn't they immediately be like, yeah. train him? Yeah. Yeah. So. Another thing that, uh, since we're talking about Rebels, another thing I wanted to talk about is um, basically Ezra yeah. and um, Kanan. Mm-hmm. They are not. People are saying, like, could they be, like, Kylo Ren or something like that? Is that one of the rumors? Ezra was what? definitely rumored to be Kylo Ren because of his helmet collect. His, no. He collects relics and helmets. It would make, it would make Ezra 70. It would make Kylo Ren 75 yeah, years old. The and, age difference. And it yeah. would make Kanan 90. Right. So it's not true. No. Yeah. I don't understand why people have this crazy speculation when we plain as day seen Kylo Ren right. with this fucking helmet. Well, they, right. they, say, they say Adam Driver looks like Ezra. You yeah, know. but it, we, he would be 75. 75. No, I know that. I know that. Oh, I know you know. I'm, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm just frustrated by these rumors. And Plagueis is not in this movie. What? No. And her staff has nothing to do with Plagueis. No. So stop with that fucking rumor. <laughs> so, all right. This is Star Wars, right? Yeah. This well, is our Star Wars. Fucking fun conversation. Yeah, this is Star Wars spoilers. So I guess we'll find out on December 18th. Oh, excuse me, seventeenth for yeah. those of us that got. Uh, <laughs> I like how you said we'll have more questions. I think if we yeah. don't have more questions at the end of episode seven, yeah. in some ways the movie's a failure. I also want to let people know, absolutely, yeah, we're gonna have tons of questions. Yeah, look at what Empire revealed and right. Return of the Jedi revealed. Yeah. Yes, so. yes. Uh, I also wanted to let everybody know that uh, for our Star Wars: The Force Awakens episode, we're gonna have a special guest with us. Oh yeah, uh, yeah. Who's all, that? The, all the way from uh, across the pond, Mr. Dan West. Oh wow, nice. Yes. Uh, oh wait, I knew that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Better get some tea, eh? <laughs> you're the one picking him up from the you're the one picking him up from the airport. It's correct. It's correct. Dan, you're lucky. I'm here to remind this fucker. You would have been sitting at Chicago O'Hare waiting for Jake, and Jake's at home, fucking like playing watch. Lego Dimensions. Yeah. <laughs> what was I supposed to do today? <laughs> he's like, he's like, what was I supposed to do, Funko Pop, <laughs> Iron Man, or whatever? I need a Funko Pop Magic Eight Ball. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Mm. <laughs> cool. Yeah, it's uh, going to be awesome. Yeah. It's going to be a fun fucking episode. It's going to be a great episode. Dan West, he'll be actually be watching it with us in the theater. So. Yeah. He'll yeah. be holding holding hands with us when yeah, Han dies. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, yeah, this was our Star Wars The Force Awakens spoiler episode. If you listen to the whole thing, awesome. Yeah. You are awesome. And I hope that this, uh, hope you're not pissed off at You know what? Fuck it. If you are pissed, it's your fucking fault for listening yeah i'm not gonna apologize we ain't sorry we ain't sorry (laughs) i think it get like you said it gives you more things to think about absolutely i don't think we're gonna answer every question even if we knew it that fucking vision oh my god yeah 
It's, I think it's going to be so much fun actually watching that fucking vision scene and I watching so. it actually like unfold and like figuring out like what's going on. Like Luke in the cave. And then also being able to figure out like how does it go from – the lightsaber go from Maz Kanata – to the beginning of The Force Awakens. What happens? Mm-hmm. What happens within that, what is it, like 10 years, 10, 20 years in span? What happens? Yeah. Find out in the comic book. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, I don't want that, though. <laughs> I, I don't want that. I know, I know. <sighs> All right, guys. This has been Star Wars. All right. Uh, we do have our regular episode that yep. we're going to get to. All right. Yeah, whatever. Fuck off. Eat shit. <laughs> <laughs> May The Force be with you. Yeah, always. thanks for listening to pop culture leftovers congratulations i don't know how you did it i couldn't do it you people need a t-shirt saying i just listened to two hours of nonsensical crap anyway if you'd like to reach the pop culture leftovers cast you can email them at comments at popcultureleftovers.com you can also follow them on twitter at pc leftovers or like their facebook page they'd love to hear from you They're all pretty sad and lonely. One of them is homeless, but I didn't say that. There's already like 7 million podcasts talking about pop culture and all that. Makes us happy like shooting at a womp rat. But it's all been done before. We don't want to be a copycat. We're the leftovers picking up the scraps. Dropped by the cool kids. It's a trap. Good it, toss it, good it, taste it. Do we love it? Hey, let's race it, clean it, race it, let's embrace the Tupperware party. Subculture spill over like a vulture, carry over, counterculture, pushovers, pop culture, leftovers. And with the uncool kids, what's to say's already been said, leftovers. Pretty sure that the only talent is the band that's singing this pop culture leftovers. Podcast that original and good. Have already been done before, so we should separate the wheat from the shaft. And we're the shaft, the crap, even though we're the shit. Woo! We're the leftovers picking up the scraps, dropped by the cool kids. It, it, it's a trap. Good it, toss it, good it, taste it. Do we love it? Hey, let's face it, can't erase it. Let's embrace the Tupperware party. Subculture spill over like a vulture, carry over, counterculture, pushover, pop culture, leftovers. And we're the uncool kids. What's to say has already been said Leftovers sure that the only talent Is the band that's singing this Pop culture leftovers We love it, hey, let's face it, can't erase it, let's embrace the Tupperware party. Subculture spill over like a vulture, carry over, counterculture, pushovers, pop culture, leftovers. And with the uncool kids, what's to say has already been said, leftovers. sure that the only talent is the band that's singing this, pop culture, leftovers.